Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choke when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. All right, there it is, Thursday, the 20th day of April. Yeah, it is. 2023. <laughs> Thanks for being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. That is me. Happy Thursday. And there's Nelson. Happy holiday. Happy holidays. And your phone number, 916-909-0985. Don't forget, you get the podcast on the Odyssey app. You can also listen, stream live. There and thebaileyshow.com and on social media at Listen to the BS, Instagram and Facebook. We like your comments. You follow us. We'll follow you right back. And uh, on uh, the YouTube, if you'd like to subscribe at The Bailey Show, you can get uh, like uh, conversations that we have with people and all the little clips that we post up there. He's uh, Nelson is referring to 420. Is- <laughs> That's the holiday. That's his holiday. That's a You know, it's so funny. You know, being a 47-year-old guy growing up in, in you know, as an, a product of the 80s, coming of age in the 90s, just the stigma of of weed, of what it once was to what it is now. And it and it's like it's so accepted now. Mm-hmm. And, and that's fine cuz I'm 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 pro whatever it is you want to do, just don't blow up my face, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it's it, it's so accepted now but it's still divided in the states that haven't decriminalized it. Mm-hmm. I'm from one of those states. Right. So in that state, you still have people that look at it like it was looked at in the 80s, you know, because it's mm-hmm. not decriminalized. But here in California, it's like, you know, chewing gum. Yeah. Everywhere. Dispensaries. Um, I was even talking to Nelson earlier and he was saying how that's how you can recognize when you're in one of those states where it's not decriminalized. Who else smokes if they say happy holiday to you? Mm-hmm. So it's like they got their secret code words. Is that a, is that the thing? Yeah. Oh. So if you suspect someone is, but you don't really know, you'll just kind of look at them and go, maybe a head nod. If you're really sure, but you don't want to say it, just give the head nod and everybody knows on that day. But if you just go, happy holiday, they'll smile and go, oh, okay. Is the stigma still for people uh, in non-decriminalized states like you're dirty? You know, because back in the 80s, 90s, right, it was... Maybe not some. Well, I guess in the nineties, if you're smoking weed, you're like, oh, he's a he's he doesn't. Bathe. What's he's the word? Doing something he's bad. um, he's a uh, he's like a stoner. He's a uh, now. Nah, uh, there's another like pothead. He's a um, weedhead. No, no it's, uh, no, there's a the word I was looking like. There was always that kid, you know, and he 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 listened to that horrible satanic rock music, and right. he wore the cutoff sleeve Hessian. shirt. Yeah, why? They would call when you had the long hair. They would call you a Hessian. I don't know about back that. Back in the nineties, but there was a stigma of these. You know, if you smoked weed back in that, that stigma doesn't exist today. Not no. that I've seen, but I still have that feeling. Listen, I'm not wall to wall smoking pot, but I like to I like to smoke a little reefer, and I still have that feeling in the back of my head, like, oh, don't ever let anybody know. Keep it a secret. It's bad. You're you're a bad person for doing it. You know what I mean? I have that like guilt that rides with me because I am from one of those states that's like. A complete opposite way. Like Colorado legalized it, and then Nebraska's like, we're going to extra illegalize it. 
Well, it, even in those states, because Nikki and I came from one as well, mm-hmm. and, and it's like that southern backwoods, you know, my great-great-grandfather thought this way, so I've got to think this way, too. Yeah, right. Most of them are growing it. R- r- right. But, yeah, they're do- it's, well, if you if you come from the South, anybody that's been in the South or spent any time in the South, the trick of, you know, different uh, demographics uh, across the country, the people in the South pretend and they have this uh thing that they're very polite and they're welcoming and Uh hospitable and stuff it's a work it's everything they say they don't do they do Uh right they just don't they can't tell you the truth right they you know and people even in the south will tell you that like when they say bless your heart they're really telling you to gfy (laughs) yep that's exactly it (laughs) because they don't have the balls to tell you or they or they think that they're trying to be nice Mm. And they don't want to have a confrontation with you. It's like nice, a, nasty is what it's nice, called. Nice, nasty. Yes, like that's that. what it is. Nice, nasty. But, he, but even in states like that, in like Georgia, they uh, people talk about it openly all the time. Like, mm-hmm. nobody cares. That's the thing is, like, nobody cares anymore. States that haven't decriminalized it, nobody cares. They don't. because Cops even, got better things to do than to bust you for, you know, a little baggie of weed or I don't even know what it is anymore. Yeah, because they've changed the laws even in most states that you can have up to an ounce, I think, and they won't take you to jail. You'll just get a ticket. Well, since you are the resident Happy Holidays guy there, uh-huh. Nelson, yeah. do you know how the term 420 got started? The rumors are that 420 was the police code for a possession of marijuana. It's been said it's the possession of paraphernalia. It was also rumored that that's when uh, certain bands like to go out and get high. That's supposedly where 311 got their name. Uh, they, they're from where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And my cousin went to high school with them and said that all of that's bull. But the rumor was that 311 would like to go out at 311 when they got out of school and get high. Uh, I've heard that rumor, too, but none of those are what I have in front of me. Okay, what do you got? <laughs> Let me see if I, you know, my brain's a little foggy. So maybe but I don't know, if, I don't think this is true because it's a theory from USA Today. And they looked into it. That's what this article says. Okay. The uh, top theory is in the 1970s from high schoolers in California, they used to meet up at 4.20 uh, p.m. Mm-hmm. after school and get high. So 4.20 was their code word for it. Now, that's all they know, which I've always, and I've heard this before, I've always thought that's one of the cooler backstories Mm -hmm. that no one can say if it's true or not. Yeah. Because if you were around in this state in the 70s in high school and you did that, do you step forward and claim that you're the one that invented 420? Because you really missed out on the whole copyright trademark thing. No joke. There's Imagine. a lot. Of, look, if if you can't say March Madness and Super Bowl for certain things, can you imagine <laughs> how much money? You can't say let's get ready to rumble in a promotional mm-hmm. uh, piece. You've lost a lot of money. But they wouldn't. They would still be around if they they would be in their 60s or late yeah. 50s, I mean, 60s. Theoretically, yeah. unless something uh, random happened to you or like a, an outside health issue. But. It's it's kind of like the who started the devil horns. You know, of course, credit goes to Ronnie James Dio. Mm-hmm. But Gene Simmons said that he did it. Of course. Well, I think the-, the- And Dio can't- pr- Well, he's passed now, but- no one can prove that's who started it. I feel like the truth is not that Gene did it because Gene would have found a way to copyright it. You know what I mean? Like if he could really right. prove that he did it. Right. That to me says that Gene's just fibbing a little bit. Is there a, a certain place you'll go get snacks today? Um, I, 
I already had a Popeye's chicken sandwich today. <laughs> he did. So I I can't do that. Um I'll probably some I like to have something salty and something sweet. So like a bag of uh uh, uh what do they call them? Sour patch kids. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite go-to on the chewy candy side. And then probably like a bag of Doritos, maybe well, a spicy nacho. Well, this day used to be taboo, right? It was Idiot. just kind of like an underground 420 mm-hmm. thing and you didn't really you know, if you didn't smoke, or you didn't, but now it's it's a it's an actual thing, especially again in states that have decriminalized it, like in California, it's like celebrated. So mainstream restaurants take advantage, they and, should, and they use it for branding. No, so, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, I, that's what we're gonna do when when we get back. I'm nice. gonna tell you some places that you can go, save some money, and get yourself some snacks. All right, yeah, I'm here for it. And- Casino buffet goes hard on 420. <laughs> Let me tell you, you find a good buffet today. Is you're gonna get your twenty nine ninety nine or whatever you pay in? Oh, that's good. You can make them hurt. Also, uh, I'd, I'd like to bring up at some point today. We can. I mean, we can do it now if you want to get in on this. But what do you do better when you're high? Because I got to tell you, I'm not a big high guy. Nothing. I get paranoid and and I just I can't do it. Uh, but of course, you know, there were times that I have, and there still sure. are times that I do. There, I will be honest. You know, some like professional athletes you have said that they. It helps them play better, gets them in the zone. I believe that. All right. Uh, there are things that I've done and seen that were better when I was under the influence. One movie in particular. Uh-huh. When I watched it sober, horrible. When I watched it high, so much better. Because everything's funny when you're high. Yeah. Nah, that's not true. <laughs> that is not true. It's actually 12 years a slave. I so. talked to... T- I talk- yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's some movies that, you know, Schindler's List, I don't care how much weed you have, you're not <laughs> laughing after help. you watch that. No. Just telling you. Wall here. What's the fact? Uh, Walrus? Wal- walrus. Wal- whale. Whale. The yeah, whale. Oh, yeah, you're not going to. Probably not. Well. I tried. It didn't work. No. Oh, did you? Yeah, no, it was. I was definitely high when I watched The Whale. You're like, I'm going to look like that guy because I'm high and I want some more popcorn. It was depressing, <laughs> but I was hungry. Uh, we also have Les Claypool's. Fearless Flying Frog Brigade tickets for really? you here. Say that fast. Les Claypool's Fearless Flying <laughs> Frog Brigade. I said fast. Primus was so much easier to say. <laughs> With special guest Mundo. <laughs> there you go. To give to you at the end of this hour uh, when we do nothing personal. All right, here's your phone number. Start us off. 916-909-0985. Give us a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. I was telling this to somebody the other day. I was like, you know, even drug dealers use Venmo. Just because all these people that uh, uh, some of these people I'm dealing with with the house, they don't want checks. Yeah, they don't. I'm they, like, who the hell is checks in 2023? So I made a comment. I was like, you know, even drug dealers have Venmo or use Venmo. When I went and got my windows tinted the other day, he specifically told me we take Venmo, Cash App, or Cash. Like they didn't even want to take a credit card. Right. Well, it's it's <laughs> it's the OGs, you know, that want the checks. The problem is, is nobody has checks anymore. I definitely don't. Haven't had them for I, years. I have three. My last three, they're in my backpack. I brought them from home in case I needed to write a check for anything when I got out here. Well, it's, wow. you might. I've had to write like two. Anyway, the guy responded with, uh, with like, what drug dealer takes uh, Venmo? <laughs> uh, here's where he's got you on that one. I'll just I'll correct you. Sorry. Uh, they take Cash App. Or cash app. Yeah, most mm-hmm. drug dealers don't mess with Venmo, I found. Okay. Like, specifically, they won't. They're like, cash app's our thing. So I don't know if cash app is What is like ca- cash app the equivalent to um, <laughs> Snapchat? Basically, yeah. Yep. I, it must be. Right. <laughs> Jack in the Box has got your deals, by the way. Some okay. of these 420 deals. Talk to me about like a shake or something from there. Pineapple mm-hmm. Express. That's their milkshake. Oh, 
Okay, I can see that. See that like the movie mm-hmm. where the Seth uh, Rogen just gets high. As long as they're not serving you the Snickle Fritz, you know what I mean? You need that Pineapple Express. What's the Snickle Fritz? The Snickle Fritz is what, it's like the bargain basement <laughs> weed that his character gives out to guys he doesn't like. Doesn't it sound like something in a Dr. Seuss book or, <laughs> yeah, or Willy, Willy, like Willy Wonka's friend? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Are so- you going to have a Snickle Fritz? Uh, I am. I hope not. Yeah, his uh, Seth Rogen maintains a friendship just enough with him so he doesn't get served the Snickle Fritz. I'm, I'm sorry, what, who, what is a Snickle Fritz? In the movie, oh. His, oh. Seth Rogen's character oh. maintains a friendship with his drug dealer, yeah. uh, whatever, I forget his name, um, so that he doesn't get sold the Snickle Fritz. What movie is this? It's Pineapple, Pineapple Express. Express. Oh, okay. That's how he gets the Pineapple Express because that's the brand of weed he buys. With He's Gary with Cole and James Franco. Okay. Franco's the name I was forgetting. Del Taco has eight tacos for four twenty. Oh, that's good. I've, I've never, never had, been there. I might be today. I've never been to Del Taco. Smash burgers, four burgers for twenty bucks. <laughs> four burgers, twenty bucks. That's a good deal though for Smash Burgers, because their mm-hmm. burgers are kind of expensive. Yeah, but you know they're gonna be rinky dink little burgers. They ain't gonna be a double. Now if you're gonna partake i'm looking at this as kind of like a military discount you can't get a military discount unless you served in the military oh no way this is nowhere near the same no no hear me out hear me out so you can't get a military discount unless you've served in the military right or you're with somebody that served and has a military id can you participate in the deals for 420 if you don't participate in 420 yes you can i feel like you should be a little glassy-eyed maybe when you go in yeah i agree Mm -hmm. like you know don't come celebrate christmas if you don't believe i've earned this what Plenty of people receive gifts from for Christmas and they don't believe. <laughs> and they still take the gifts. That's my point. They should not. Nor should you give them. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's not what it's about. If they're giving deals, this is a public restaurant. I'm going to go get them. Mm-hmm. See, she's she knows I'm onto something. <laughs> but she she's a cheaper bastard than I am. <laughs> what what day do you go out and get all the free stuff? Veterans Day. Veterans Day. I am a right? veteran. She is a veteran. Okay. She like for five minutes put out fires on a submarine in the for Navy eight or years. whatever. For eight years. So she claims to be this veteran. And she, I mean, like spends the entire day going to every single place that's offering a deal. I mean, she'll to grab get what I earned. She'll drive forty miles for a cupcake. <laughs> Not a cupcake. If it's free, <laughs> yep. It's Nikki D. I get my free pizzas. I get, it's Nikki D eats free. That's the hashtag oh. for the day, okay? I get my pizzas. I get my Olive Garden. I get my Applebee's. I get my Texas Roadhouse meals. Yes, I do. Oh, it, oh and it's good. Golden Corral. It's good, too, because she actually maps it out. She plans yep. it out. Yep. She'll go to, like, whatever website or the news article the night before. Yep. And she'll, like, the next day come in with a... Well-designed map. Yep. Like a treasure map. <laughs> I know exactly where I'm going. That's great. Where she's in going. In the order I'm going in based right. on when they open. Usually start out at a donut place or something. Well, I start out in the morning at the donut spot on my way to work. And then after we get off air, because we were in the mornings, I would go to Chicken Salad Chick. <laughs> okay. Then I would go to Little Caesars. She had so many meals that day. <laughs> huh. I'm just saying, let me get some of them leftovers. I'll be ready on the 11th. That was the other thing. She had leftovers for days. And she doesn't eat leftovers, so I'm ready to stand in and reap the benefits of her next Veterans Day. That's why she's acting like that. <laughs> That's why I brought it up, because <laughs> I thought it's funny. So another thing they tried to force on people, like 420, right? Somebody wants to try and capitalize, like you said earlier, because they had nobody trademarked it, is um, a concentrate. You know, you don't smoke it like the regular flour. It's like reduced. What's concentrated? They call it oil. So the new number they're trying to force on potheads is 710, because if you flip it over, it spells oil. 
Oh, it does. Mm-hmm. That's old school beeper stuff. Uh, right, which is like, that's how you know it wasn't a 16-year-old that came up with it. You know what I mean? That's right. somebody who was a teenager at least in the 90s. 710-911. <laughs> that's really good, actually. 8008. Boob. Love it. Yeah. It's my favorite number on the calculator. 4377. Hell. Hell. There you go. <laughs> Wingstop is selling hot box meals with fries covered in spicy cheese dust. Doesn't say the price, but that seems like right up your alley. Oh, that actually, that's the best one you've told me. Yeah, like right before you go to bed so it just sits in your stomach and you Mm -hmm. gain at least eight pounds. Well, yeah, and then the acid reflux. Yeah, right. Wakes you up in a couple hours. Uh Gotta go get a glass of milk. (laughs) Jimmy John's is a new munchy crusher sandwich. Hmm. And Blaze Pizza is letting people upgrade to their high, well, the cuts off here. People are sleeping on that Blaze Pizza, I feel like. That Blaze Pizza is really good. They make a pizza right there for you. So, like, you go and you smoke a little bit, right? And then you Uber over, right? You don't uh, smoke and drive. Uh, and then you just get to kind of stand and watch them as they put your pizza together. And you're like, yeah, man. I don't I don't know how you guys do it. I, I don't know how you function mm, all the time doing this. Like, any time that I've done it. Or I do it, which is very rarely. Uh, like I have to be in a safe space. Mm-hmm. I, I would hate that. Let me let me tell you this. One one year when I first got in this business, so this was ninety six or seven or something, and there was a girl that I met, had a big crush on. Saw her a couple weeks later. We ended up talking, hanging out, and she was with two dudes. And she said one of the dudes was her brother, and the other dude was his friend from uh-huh. out of town. So we go to this other club, do a little dance, and get her dancing on. I'm blitzed, like absolutely blitzed. <laughs> we get back to her place, and we smoke. And Mistake. It, 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 and then we go to his place, and whatever was in that, this is how much of a lightweight. So it's your typical apartment. You know, you've got the front door, a small little you know walkway area. It opens up to the living room, and it's got the little patio. It's just your typical apartment, right? And we're on this couch. I'm on the couch, far right. She's sitting next to me. Her quote unquote brother is sitting on the floor, and this big guy, which is his friend with these long blonde golden locks, is sitting in like the recliner chair. I can't move. I'm comatose, but I can hear. Like I'm passed out, but I can hear. Like you're a, like you're literally a coma patient. I can't get up. I can't move my 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 fingers, my arms, my legs. I can't open my eyes, but I can hear everything. Like really good, by the way, <laughs> really clearly. <laughs> And the next day, I had my first, as we call in the business, gig, right? It was an appearance. It was a big to-do. I was doing beach patrol, which meant that I was in the station Jeep, and I was throwing out stuff to people for now. But they mentioned my name on the radio station all the time, so it was really neat. Uh, And I had to be at the the station at 6 a.m., and it's like 3 Mm a.m. So the hookup was out of the question. I just needed to function. (laughs) And so... The, the, I, I'm, I'm finding out as I'm listening to them that this guy is not her brother. It's her friend. Mm-hmm. And he starts to cry because he just got divorced and he's looking through pictures. Oh, no. And then he asks, what are you doing with me? And she goes, well, I'll just put him in the bedroom and I'll stay with him. And he gets mad. And he says, we don't even know this guy. And she's like, he's at the, you know, at the radio. And he, yeah. he's not, I, and he starts getting angry. Oh, God. And then my head starts to go into weird high mode. <laughs> She's the mastermind. He's crazy. Oh, you're paranoid. And oh, the, God, the yeah. fat dude in the recliner is the axe man. 
Oh, you're dead. Kill you. Yeah. And that's, so I'm like freaking out, but I can't move. So I'm thinking in my head, you know, like I kind of open up my right eye and I'm like, I think I can make the door, but it just looks so far away. And I finally muster enough energy and I jump off off the couch and I turn around. This is a, I swear to God, I've told a story for this true story. I jump up off the couch in mid, their mid conversation and I turn around. So my back's facing the entertainment center. And I said, look, I know what's happening here. And I'm, as I'm talking, I'm walking backwards to the front door. I'm like, you don't touch me. I know you're the guy. You're the guy. You're crazy. I know you're behind this whole thing. Oh, and you, no. you're great crying. You're the nut job. I'm just going to get out of here. Nothing armed. No worries. Okay. I'll see you later. All right. I'll see you later. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, I'll never. Hold on. Let me get back to my mic. Oh, my God. I'll never forget the look on their faces. Nobody said a thing. Couldn't have. You'd be. You'd they be just stunned. stared at me. I would have to. Just stared at me the entire time. I promise they. Pay? They have laughed every day since that day. <laughs> I promise you that. That's the. You have given them the best story of their life. You're like that guy's still on the radio. I, yeah, I thought he'd be in a nut job house by now. <laughs> uh, quickly, Tanner and Sack, go ahead, please. Oh yeah, I was just calling to let Nelson know that if he needs the. Uh, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. 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 I'm just calling to let Nelson know that if he needs any of his 420 essentials to uh, come on down to the sanctuary down in SAC this... off of uh, Winters and Grand Avenue. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. We've got uh, food trucks. we got all kinds of stuff. You, you can spin the wheel to win something. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I mean, that that's brilliant to put. Uh, I'm guessing it's a dispensary. Uh, well, I guess yeah. That's uh, I haven't yes, okay. I, I haven't yes, seen them all. Whose idea was it to put a food truck out there? That's brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely freaking br- brilliant. Throughout the morning. What's that? We've had six different ones come throughout the morning. Yeah, that's smart. All right, Tanner, you got the word out. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'm sure you guys will be very, very busy. Nelson will be down there in a minute. Yeah, He's well, spin have, the wheel. Well, I got to rush because all these damn dispensaries close at nine o'clock. Well, you're going down to uh, D'Lo and KC's watch party. Yeah, so you, you'll be down there. They got food where they're at, right? I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of food. Nelson. Okay, yeah, I'm just going to say. I that. highly <laughs> doubt you're going to starve. <laughs> I think you'll be just fine. <laughs> Nikki, you ready? I'm good to go. First round of headlines, what do you got? I'm going to tell you where another local shooting took place and what lawsuits several celebrities are fighting. All right, get you that here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. First round of headlines, Nikki D, please. Another shooting has taken place last night at the Sacramento Sacramento International Airport, H1. The parking garage where this did happen, that is still shut down. Still an active case. They're still investigating, gathering evidence, that kind of thing. Uh, but the big thing to know, a 53-year-old man did die in the parking structure. So last night, about 8.30 p.m., they received 911 calls that somebody was in distress in the Terminal A parking garage over at the airport. 
So police officers went down. Um, they came upon a man, and they were just trying to talk to him to, to see what was going on. They didn't get really close to him, I would assume, because of how he may have sounded on the call. Well, two shots rang out, and police then, you know, backed away and, and got SWAT to go in. So when they were able to finally approach the man's car, they found him um, deceased inside of his vehicle. He didn't shoot at anyone else. Apparently, he just killed himself. So why were they there in the first place? Because they got a 911 call from him. Um, you know, talking on the phone, I guess he might have been talking erratic or saying he needed oh. help. And so that's why they went out. Why the airport? They don't know if he was a traveler or if he worked there. So that's not been clear. They don't have any more details that's been updated or put out about who this man is and why he did this. It's been a nutty week for shootings. I mean, this isn't the run-of-the-mill mass shooting at school that we're all so used to and accepting of. Right. Uh, th- this is turned. This has been just kids getting shot because they pulled in the dri- wrong mm-hmm. driveways and mm-hmm. uh, those two cheerleaders that were shot. I-, I don't know the whole story. I was listening to some of that, but it was an odd situation. Like I think they opened a door maybe. Yeah, they opened a, a door to a wrong house or room or something like that. I didn't get all the details with the cheerleading story, but yeah. But there's been like numerous ones. Just, just this week. Just this week. <laughs> yes. Back to back to back days. Mm-hmm. Crazy stuff. And, you know, you're looking for answers. The answer is just everybody's paranoid. I don't know what's going on with people. I mean, the, I mean, you can't the, chalk this up as hate crimes and anything like that. No, because he shot himself. He killed no, himself. No, no, no. I'm talking about the, like oh, the, the other, other three. Yeah. yeah. No, because it's all different nationalities that this is happening to this week. Dude, people are paranoid, especially mm-hmm. older people. Yes. Uh, yeah. They're not like right. They're they're wound they're, tight. They're why why you know on Facebook too much, and they're thinking the world's coming to an end. Mm-hmm. And they've got a gun, and everybody's out to get them. And everybody's out to get them. Mm-hmm. And they're not leaving their house. And you you know, thanks Nav, put me in the wrong driveway. And then mm-hmm. old man Harris comes out, and starts shooting for right, no reason be, because they they're from a generation where you you believed what you read. So they don't. They've not grown up in this this uh, world where we're all kind of like, oh, that doesn't seem right. Fake or, news. Yeah. Okay. I have get you, what you're saying. That have you sense. ever gone into the wrong house before? Into the wrong house? No. But wrong I, car. Oh, the cheerleaders. That's what it is. They went to the wrong car. I went to the wrong car just the other day when I was going over to check on my apartment. Oh. The car was the same color as mine. You know, I just got that car, so I'm not really used to it yet. And I come out of the apartment complex, and I see this huge dent in it, how <laughs> if somebody opens the door and hits your car. So I start going ballistic in the parking lot. And I walk over, and I'm, like, rubbing the dent. And I'm like, I just got this car. <laughs> and I go around to the driver's side, and I'm just huffing and puffing. And I'm, I'm mad, and I pull on the handle, and the door doesn't open. And I'm like, why isn't the door opening? And then I looked. I'm like, this isn't even my car. It's not your car. <laughs> I've done it. You know, I got a black truck. I've done it. I mean, there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of people have the same black truck. Yes. Right. And the, the only thing that makes mine different is the emblem is I have a di- I put on a different emblem, a black mm-hmm. one versus a red one. Yep. Yeah, but that to me almost even makes it harder to identify your truck sometimes in a parking lot because then I'm not, I'm looking for like a Ford emblem, not that big bright emblem that's on the front of your actual truck normally. But I, I've actually opened up the door with somebody in it. I've done that before, too. Oh, my God. I've done that before, too. I've pulled a door handle, and somebody has been sitting in the car. Yes, I have. And that's what's happening here. With, yeah, that's what happened with those cheerleaders. Yeah, they just got shot. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Sad. Right. Yeah, very sad. Second headline. Celebs are fighting back against the FTX lawsuit, H2. A-list celebrities and athletes facing a high-profile legal battle after serving as faces for a crypto company, FTX, that just filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Now, these... um. 
uh, lawsuits have been going on for quite some time. And there's several celebrities that's caught up in this. But with this story, they have finally caught up with Shaq. He's the last one that they've been trying to serve. And he's been... It's ridiculous. <laughs> he's been dodging them for months. But it doesn't make sense to me because... They are endorsing something, just right. just like one of uh, just like Shaq is saying. I endorsed the commercial. Now you want to come after me and sue me because somebody else bought into the company. Well, several of these um, celebrities paid money. Kim Kardashian has paid the highest amount. She paid one point two million dollars. Well, like take another one of his sponsors. I love Shaq, by the way. So I do too. take right. uh, <laughs> take uh, like the General, right? Yep. Well, you have a bad experience with the general and the car insurance. Do you take it out on Shaq? No, you no. no. These are if you go to see a movie and it's a bad movie, do you sue the actors? No. And you, that was one of his points. It's it's absurd to sit there and just because they're celebrities mm-hmm. and being a celebrity spokesperson, this is how they make a living. I know everybody likes to think that these people, you know, have tons and tons and tons of money. I mean, some of them do. I'm not going to say they don't, but you know. The spending habits are a little bit different. They still have to work. Right. Right? And so they're making money. They're doing what all of us do, just at a different level. They're not responsible for the company, you know, being bad. They were, you know, now it might be bad credibility. Yeah, it might be bad credibility. But everybody with this crypto stuff, nobody really, I don't feel like, know the definite ins and outs of crypto or whatever. It came up. It was fast, new. Everybody was doing it. If somebody came and said, hey, will you be in my crypto video for $500,000? I would have got right on there and been like, hey, get this crypto. There was an Uber I got in one time I was in Chicago, and the guy had two phones, you know, in his little vent gimmicks, and they just, it looked like they were, you know, a heart monitor. Oh, my God, watching crypto. Yeah, and I said, what is that? And he goes, I'm mining Mining for what? Crypto. <laughs> Still don't get it. See, I don't either. I go, well, I don't I don't understand. What do you mean you're mining for crypto? He goes, you see that beep? Yeah. I just made point zero 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 one cent. <laughs> <laughs> Blockchain. Who has the time? Like, well, I figure, I was like, well, okay, you drive an Uber all day. I guess you're killing time. You're mining for <laughs> crypto. Um, crypto. <laughs> Imaginary money. All right. Good for you. Uh, the game is nothing personal. We need two players. Nikki D will help both of you out just the same. Uh, 916-909-0985. I'm going to read you some stories. These are real stories, true stories that we get from our super secret special website. These are misconnections right here in Sacramento. Maybe some of them are yours or you know the person. You just have to tell me man for woman, man for man, woman for woman, or woman for man. Those are your options. And listen to me, God. Be helping y'all. <laughs> I will say this game. The other one, she's horrible, but this one, <laughs> she's pretty damn good. She, this, this, this is her jam. This is my jam. <laughs> this is her jam. Our buddy Raul then from Pete's is listening today because he thinks you're garbage at games. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> the curse of Raul. <laughs> All right, nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. Like I said, need some players. Get you those tickets. If you win, we'll do nothing personal here next. It's the BS on ninety eight rock. Hey girl or dude. Won't you come and get you some of this? The BS knows all about missed connections. Hey, how you doing? But can you guess the sexes? It's time to play Nothing Personal. Does that interest start out with, hey, girl, or dude? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Welcome back to the program. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nick D. There's Nelson. 
getting ready to give someone tickets for Les Claypool's Fearless Flying Frog Brigade. I'm sure he did that on purpose. Special guest, the Moon Duo at the Hard Rock Live. I think I failed to mention that. On July 11th, and you got to be 21 or up. Is everybody on hold 21 or up? Yep. Sure. Definitely 21 or up. <laughs> Tom and Citrus Heights, are you 21 and up? I have been for a while, yes. Okay, I know that feeling. <laughs> Dave and Sack, are you 21 and up? Yes, I am. All right. Well, we're all here at the party. 21 You're and ready. up party. Uh, here's how the game works, <laughs> fellas. Nikki D's on both y'all's team, right? So trust what she says. She's actually pretty decent at this game. I am. These are real stories that we've handpicked from our super special secret website. These are misconnections from here in Sacramento. All right. Maybe one of them is yours, Tom, that you put out there. (laughs) Your options will be man for man, man for woman, woman for man, or woman for woman. You'll have about 60 seconds to talk it out, think it through. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, your competition gets to steal it. And then we narrow it down yep. until nobody gets it. 50-50. All right, Tom, you were first. Yep. Here's the first one. Downtown Old Sack, just two hours ago. You, the blonde in line with head-turning body, me, tall, tan, and ready to play. Wink, wink. You had, uh, you had all eyes on you, and can you blame them? We laughed about body shots. But I don't think you were joking. Let me pop a ice cube in my mouth and drag it down those abs until I'm on my knees begging for that shot. Tell me what team was on my hat. And let's play ball. Man for man. Man for woman, woman for man, or woman for woman. 60 seconds, Tom and Nikki D. Oh, man, that's, that was so cheesy. I thought it was a guy for a girl, but I'm like, the abs thing threw me off. <laughs> yeah, so I had man for woman as well initially because it sounds like a dude describing a woman. She's blonde. She has a head-turning yeah. body. But then the word abs and saying that they laughed about taking body shots. I don't think a woman would be laughing if a man came up to say he wanted to take shots off her body. I think she'd be more open and playful if it was a woman. So because of that, I think it could actually be woman for woman. Ooh. Hmm. But we can go with man for woman if you choose or woman for woman. Ten seconds. Which one do you want to go with? Uh... You know, I'll. Uh, I think I would go woman for man. Woman for oh, man. Woman for man. Wow. Okay. She aggressive. All right. Going <laughs> at, going against Nikki D. You want to stick with that? Yeah. What the heck? All right. I will tell you, one of the four that I mentioned is correct. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the three that we mentioned correct. <laughs> That's the question. And fortunately for you, the other three are correct. So the one he said is wrong. Correct. Oh, yes. All right. Follow along here. Okay. So, Dave, for the steal, yeah. woman for man is not it. All right, Dave. What are you thinking? Woman well, for woman I, or man for woman? I thought it was man for woman until the abs thing came up. You mm-hmm. know, which you know, Tom that confused him. So, I. I don't know. I mean, uh, what do you, what do you think now? Now that you know that you're first, I still think that it's a woman for a woman. 
Yeah. I still think it's two. Yeah, I still think it's two women okay. laughing about bo- taking body shots because yeah. you know it's okay. not too tense. Yeah. I've been I've been loving you guys since you came to Sacramento and I've been listening and you are very good. So I definitely I'm going with you. Dave, you're our new favorite person. And there's a reason, Dave. There's a reason why you'd want to go with this. Woman for woman is your answer. That's that's what I'm going with. Right. In real life, not in this game, because that's wrong, but (laughs) <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right so one for woman is wrong too all right then it must be our man for woman you caught me off um, guard with that one i thought you were saying the it, literally the act was wrong i was like oh yeah what what does he mean the act is wrong oh buzzer I'll, I, I'll, I can't trick you okay you yeah. have to not be tricked <laughs> you're so good Here, sorry you're tom. so good i have the answers in front of me and you still make me question it tom 50 50 shot man for man or man for woman? Oh, let's let's go with the initial, man initial for thought woman. there. Man for woman, yeah, yeah. That was our initial thought. Duh. Of course. Go with the what your gut says at the beginning, right? You want to stick with that? Sure. Yeah, that's wrong. Wow, <laughs> man. That's, that's brutal. <laughs> that's brutal. That is. <laughs> I will I will tell you this, fellas. Since we've been on the air here in Sacramento, this is the first time no one's gotten one. This is that's the right. first time. So nicely Tom, done. You and I are time for a first grade, buddy. Yeah, you you and Tom, you and Dave need to go and do nothing. <laughs> All right, Dave, the board is yours. Let's see if we can get a point. Big body at grocery store. Target off Douglas. Uh, you had on a button up and a build I wanted to curl up next to. Nothing makes me hotter than a big body to protect me at night. That basket look looked like you've been single too long. Let's do something about that kissy face. We chatted about how nice that shirt looked on you, but it would look much better. On the floor next to my bed, blushy face. I don't know. That's. I just rubbed my cheek against him. <laughs> I did my best to get my hands on you, but you didn't ask for my hashtag number. Oh. Reach out and let me put a home-cooked meal in that belly. Then maybe you can put something in mine. Ooh. <laughs> Man for man, man for woman, woman for man, woman for woman. All right. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. You want to make it? You want to go first? What do you so think? So I'm thinking, saying that she likes the build, the button up of the shirt, having somebody protect her. That sounds like a woman describing a man. She notices the stuff in his basket. Says she thinks he's single. She wants to cook for him, and she did a blushy face emoji. And then said, you didn't ask me for my number. So this all sounds to me like a woman flirting with a man. So I'm going to go woman for man. Mm. That, that's exactly what I was um, hearing. Okay. No. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. So we'll see if, if we get tricked again. We'll see, Dave. I don't trick anyone. I, I'm, just, I'm just, <laughs> just moderating. We'll see, Dave. Okay, so... Okay. You, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna ask you. You're going woman for man, right? You, you I'm gonna say you can change it right now if you I want. Know. 
I know. Uh, no, I'm not going to change it. We're not changing it. No. <laughs> Stick to your guns, I'm Dave. Yeah, Dave, you're good. Yeah. I, I can't even trick gone. Dave. You've got to go with your gut. There you go. All right, Tom, let's get on the board, big guy. Here we All go. Right. Hole in one in Sacramento. You were there with your friend, and I said it was your third time ever at the golf range. The way you said friend. Led me to believe you are still looking for your cart companion. Cry laughing face. <laughs> you definitely knew where to put those hands and to stroke the ball. If you're looking for some real coaching, I'm along off the tee. And I always pay attention to my <laughs> short games. I'll never let you get trapped in the sand, but I'd love to see that frame on a beach. <laughs> man for man, man for woman, woman for man, or woman for woman, Tom. Let's oh, get this. Man. What, what do you think first? All right, Tom. So I'm thinking a woman's out trying to play golf. She's not really good at it. Um, he says she uses the word friend, so she may be there with another man, but he's just a friend. And he's saying he wants to see her frame on a beach. That sounds like something a man would say about a woman's body. So I'm going to go man for woman with this one. Man for woman. Oh, that's a good answer. Tom, you like well, that? I, I'm going to go with uh, with her guess. That yeah. sounds sounds like it's <laughs> what it is. Yeah, that's really good. You didn't think anything else? I, I'm I'm old school. I, I just that just sounds like a man coming on to a woman. I just can't see anything else, you know. I, you, you mean common sense, old school? Like, yeah, don't duh. <laughs> uh, all right, that's a great answer. I would go with that too. Man for woman. Is that what you want to yep. stick with, Tom? Yep. That makes me nervous when he says that. Says what? Is that what we want to stick with? Harry balls. No, man oh. for woman. Oh yeah, it is man for woman. Okay, let's go. I didn't know what I said. Yeah. Okay, oh. oblong face. <laughs> uh, oh no, it's not. It's Dave's turn. I gotta mess this up. Dave. Yeah, we're on Tom. the board now. Yeah, it's tied up, guys. Nicely done. I'm right, messing this all up. All right, Dave. Here we go. Luscious and leaving uh, Rancho Home Depot, Rancho Cordova. You are leaving the Rancho Cordova Home Depot around 445 on 327. <laughs> Your cart was stacked and so are you. You got into a black car and waved me to cross the parking lot. You couldn't take your eyes off me. And I definitely got caught staring myself. Let's move from eyes to hands. And from this parking lot to my bed. ASAP. Let me know what kind of shirt you are wearing uh, 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 uh. man for man man for woman wo by the way guys just to let you know just i don't think we all know each other that well mm -hmm. i make the noises at the end they don't really write those yeah <laughs> yeah that's all improv no. i need you guys to know that i've been, I've been doing this bit yeah. for a long time and the only reason i do it and you won't ever hear me say this again i only reason i do it because it irritates people uh -huh. and there's nothing better than i like than to irritate wait till christmas comes oh my god you guys are in for a treat so irritating man for woman woman uh man for man man for woman woman for man or woman for woman well, 
So a little Freudian slip with the man yeah, from the Yeah, Mickey, I definitely, I definitely need you, uh, you on this one. Yeah, this one was very obscure, and yeah. we did not get too many details that's giving us the genders here. All we know is they are at Home Depot. Yeah. One yes. person thinks the other person is stacked, and they want to know what kind of shirt the other one had on. My first thought is Home Depot, uh, a lot of men are in Home Depot. So if I'm thinking about our women in Home Depot picking up each other, I don't think so. So I, I want to do man for man just because okay, that's so kind of all I got to go on with them being in Home okay. Depot. So you think it's a same sex kind of thing? It's either man for man or woman for woman for sure. Put the hoe in Home Depot. Okay. I just don't know which which one of them per se. You <laughs> thought that was funny. <laughs> Well, the whole thing is, okay, the, the stack, right, that's kind of like, uh, mm-hmm. but you never know what stacked means in certain people's minds now, right. you know? Right. So, um, need an answer. What you want to go with, Dave? Man, man for man. Oh, you want to go with man like, for man? Like, yeah. Home Depot. Home okay. Depot. Yeah. To the odds. Yeah. The odds are in our favor. Yeah. In the wood section, right, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's good. You want to go man for man? Yeah. Yeah. Ni- <laughs> nicely done, buddy. Nicely done. Are we right? No. <laughs> we got a shot at it. All right, Tom, for the steal. Oh, man. What was your other guess there? Woman for woman. Oh, I, fi- I definitely feel woman. like it's same sex. I yeah. just didn't know if it was men or women. I took a shot for the men because they're in Home Depot. So That's the one I'd go woman with. Woman for woman yeah. will be my next <laughs> guess. Well, this uh, game could go all on all day if I don't uh, guess right. I- I'm going to go ahead and go with your your thought there, woman for woman. Okay. Woman for woman? Yeah. Sticking. With, I, personally, I, I, sure. there's other ones that I would have gone with, but if that's the one you want to go with, <laughs> we'll go with that. It's your game to lose and win. So, what is it again? Okay. Woman for woman? Woman for woman. Yeah. That's that's, that's a what, good one. That's what Tom chose. Yeah. Are we right? Hmm? You flipping the paper, but are we right? Are we woman for woman? Yeah, I'm just reading something else. But what is the answer to the question? No, no, no. You're right. I said you're right. Oh, we're right? Yeah, well, just... give us the ding, ding. Or we, get the bell. we want the bell. We want a ding, ding, ding. How'd <laughs> you read in something? Well, I am. I, was, I got Tom and Dave down here. I got to flip my paper to see the score. So it's two to one. Yes. And the board is Tom's again. Yes. So, Tom, if you get this correct, it's Dunzo. It is. It's right. Dunzo for Dave. Yeah, well, good luck, Tom. Seriously. Oh, all right. God, these are <laughs> nice. Like Who did we so. move to? This is like <laughs> this is like Wonka's other house. All right. <laughs> Here we go, Tommy. The dime, the dime piece at Winco, Orangefield. You were sitting outside of Winco tonight. And I got you some burgers from Jack, but there was something else I was thinking about feasting on. I wish there was more I could do for you and to you. Unfortunately, I'm not in a great place myself, and seeing you made me sad. But I was already sad. Oh, gosh. I can do more than fill you up. I can repair <laughs> that art. I don't know your old situation, but I know I can fix it. Is that Nelson? <laughs> you can be happy. Let me show you the way. At Foxtrot Nelson. <laughs> Why you give out my gamer tag? Why you keep giving out my gamer tag? You're not supposed to know about the Foxtrot. We keep the Foxtrot kilo between ourselves. 
All right. <laughs> 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 oh, it's going to take a second for Nikki to come back. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> I think I took her a little off guard on that one. You'll be able to see that on our Instagram tomorrow. I'll make sure that I, I have a, a footage of that for you. All right, come on. Get it together, girl. Man okay, for wo- okay. man, for man, man for woman, yeah. woman for well, man or woman for woman. Oh, my God. All right. Um, oh, God. Okay. <laughs> he said dime piece. Dime piece is something men definitely call women. Um, he wanted to feast on her. The only thing that threw me off was all the sadness. <laughs> I thought about Nelson. So I, I think it's a man for a woman. <laughs> From the Nelson files. <laughs> I'm actually reading Nelson's phone right now. Text <laughs> messages. <laughs> But what do you want to go with, uh, Tom? Well, um, I've I've been to the Winco in Orangeville, and there's no other stores. So if somebody brought them Jack in the Box, Mm -hmm. there must have been a homeless person out front. They were. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that who's coming on to a homeless person in front of Winco? Oh, I saw a really good looking one the other day. If I were single, (laughs) you want a roof? You want to see a roof tonight, baby? (laughs) Oh man! When's the last time that head hit a pillow? Uh, I believe they call them the unhoused now. I don't think we're allowed to call them homeless anymore. All right, need an answer for woman? Is that what you want to go with? Um, you said man for woman, right? I said man for woman, yes. What are you thinking? Man. Ooh. Um Yeah, okay, let's go with that. All right. <laughs> See where it takes us. There we go. Now we got a game. All right. <laughs> See where it takes us. <laughs> Is that right or wrong? Huh. Talking to me? I'm talking to you because <laughs> now it's on you to tell us yeah. what's happening. Is Tom winning the tickets? Are we wrong? We got to guess again. What are we doing? Uh, what are we doing? What are we doing? We're <laughs> celebrating Tom's victory. Let's go. Hey! <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Tom, congratulations. Tom? You both were great players. You were great guests. Thank you for the support. Thank you for listening, Dave. I do hope Thank you win you sometime. Congratulations, Tom. Oh, look oh, at that. Thank you, Dave. God almighty, you people are <laughs> so nice. Was anybody's game there? <laughs> Jesus, Mary and John, we got to meet some jerks. <laughs> <laughs> Not used to this. Oh, Everybody's nice. Oh, sweet. Everybody's sweet. The only dicks are like the three on social media. Uh, right. <laughs> and they're not even real. <laughs> sure, they're all one guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Multiple pages. Anyway, nicely done. Nicely played. Oh, thank you. You did good. You did real good. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> My game. Oh, I am sad though. I know. I know. You, you know what? You know what this got me thinking. What? I want to. I want to hijack his phone. <laughs> I want to see messages. some of the stuff that he's texting this uh, Trudy girl, the one that oh, thinks no. that you're banging him. You know why you're so onto something? Because me and him were talking, and he think he's thinking about writing a book and publishing his text messages. The yeah, like you tell me that wouldn't that would be a yeah. bestseller? Hello from a dark place <laughs> by Nelson. <laughs> You are spot on. Yeah. Yes. And I definitely will read it. The dark side of the buffet. <laughs> oh my god, it happened. Oh my god, it happened. Uh would you guys listen and be, um, I think we're on a roll now. I think everybody wants to participate, hopefully. So would you guys tell me if uh, you go to work uh, high? It's 420 today. That's why I'm bringing this up. There's another story about, you know, in New York, 
how people are acting now, mm-hmm. which I'll get to. Uh, is there anything that you do better when under the influence? Not alcohol, but of marijuana. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people that go to work, and now they like kind of justify it because it's legalized. Right. Even though their job says you can't. Most jobs don't let you, if not all jobs. I don't even think you can work at a dispensary high. Right. No. To you be honest with you. You're in your right mind. Right. You can't, work, you can't be a bartender drunk. Well, you're not supposed to be a bartender mm-hmm. drunk. Mm-hmm. So it just doesn't make any sense. But I'm just curious if anybody would be honest about this. And I'll also tell you this story. 916-909-0985. Thanks for being here. It's the BS on 98 Rock. You know, you're, we were reminiscing earlier of the stigma of the pothead, the weed smoker on this 420. Like back in the day, it was the long-haired hippie freaks need not apply kind of look, mm-hmm. kind of vibe, you know. Mm-hmm. And now it's so accepted, and it's cool either way. I mean, I don't mind. I'm not. A, I'm, I'm not. I'm not big into it, but I don't hate on the idea of it. Uh, what they're finding out, at least according to the internet, this is actually a story from New York City, but a lot of decriminalized states, including ours here in California, is that you know even though you can't get high, probably at work, right? I mean, they say, hey, look, you know, it's legal in the state, but don't come high to work exactly people are doing it and they're zombies mm-hmm. i mean like, but there's some people that's coming in to work that smoke every day and are high functioning it's bef- weird before it was even decriminalized they were doing right, that right mm-hmm. i remember basketball players saying you know they would get high before games and it put them in a zone which i guess i can kind of understand if you can control it but also i know people that have been doing this every day of their life and they're just like bricks i mean you talk to them and you just, <laughs> they're not there you know, they're, they're, but if you've got to ask for your order like three times at Starbucks, you know the barista's high. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, that's the first time I ever got high. Was at work. What I were you was, working? I at? was sixteen. Think like Del Taco, but it's uh, where oh. I'm from. It's called Taco John's. Okay. It's the same style of restaurant and all that, right? It's half pizza, half taco. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just remember my manager at the time. He was the son of the owner, Isaac. He said, uh, "Hey Nelson, there's a there's a code green in the back." I go, what? A what? A code? I didn't train for this. He goes, come back here. And he had a ratty little metal pipe, and we got high off of it, and then I could not could not function for the rest of the shift. I tried. Uh, the funniest thing I'd ever heard in my life was trying to say the order, order number 56, your order's ready. I couldn't say it. I was like a-, a You're not high now, and you can't say it. Right. <laughs> I was a caricature <laughs> of a pothead on a, a movie. Michelle in Oak Grove, is there something that you do better when you're under the influence? Of weed? Of course. What is it? I like to work out. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah. What do you mean, yeah? Yeah, it's good. Tell That's... me about your workout high, dude. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, I've worked out high before. It's okay. better. Honestly, I do a two-mile walk with my dog, and then I do uh, 30 minutes of Tabasco before I go to the gym. Oh, I didn't go that hard. 30 minutes of what? And I am on a 42-day reset program. Isn't ciabatta bread? No, ciabatta is what she said. Ciabatta. What is that? What is it? It's like uh, it's like where you move around to stations, right? You got like seven of them, and like it's kickboxing and no. Oh, (laughs) by the way, I asked Michelle, not not you, workout workout pro over there. What what is it, Michelle? It's like 40 counts on and 20 counts off. It's kind of like aerobics. Aren't you worried? Uh, do you use any weights? I do. Yes, I do. Aren't you worried you're going to drop them? Like that's what <laughs> no, I would I worry about. No. I've been doing this for thirty years. Do you, do you do you are you like now dependent on marijuana when you work out? Like you feel like you won't have as good of a workout yes, unless you're no. high. No. 
No, because I go to work high, and actually uh, people are much nicer that way, and you would not be able to tell that I was high. Look, I'm not hating on it. You sound very defensive. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> no, I, I mean, you, yeah, you do I what you. Think it's funny that I do before 20 workout. It's just I, it keeps me focused. Yeah. What do you do for a living that you can? I mean, it sounds like you're high all the time. <laughs> uh, I can't. Uh, I can't. Uh, I can't tell you what I do. Government job. She's like not a kid. I fly for Delta. Fly plane. Hi. Fine. All right, Michelle. Well, you know, if it works for you, it works for you. And everybody's safe, right? You feel like everybody's safe around you when you're when you're doing all these things? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I look again, I'm just asking. Right. Does she not sound very defensive. Well, I called in because I'm okay with it, and yes, I think I'm safe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I just want you to be okay, and I want everybody around you to be okay. I'd seem a little on edge. Maybe you need to smoke more. Maybe you need to smoke less. Maybe you're paranoid right now. You think, oh, he's the cops. This is this is entrapment. This is a non, it's the non-emergency number. You're not even on a radio station. Except Mary 3, we got Michelle on line two. Let's, 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 let's send out five cars right now. She's the one in the workout outfit. All right, Michelle, we'll see you later. Thank you. Be safe. Be safe. Uh, James and Sack, what do you do better? Hey, what's up, you guys? Um, so I like to do a lot of stuff um, when I'm high, but I will say I'm a lot better at golf when I'm high, too. I've heard that before, too. Uh, and I'm not a golfer, but I've heard that from a lot of golfers. What does it do that, with golf that helps you be better? Put you in a zone, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, put you in a zone. Just, you're just focused. You're just thinking about like what's in front of you rather than just, just I, I don't know, just thinking that you're going to hit a bad shot because, you know, uh, if you do that. But but again, these like people like James and Michelle and, and Nelson and, and everybody that functions like no, this isn't a shot. No, I'm, I'm just laughing. Is is that you have to do this often? It has to like be in your DNA. Mm-hmm. If I'm golfing and I don't golf, but if I'm with James and he's like, hey, this is how we do it, and I did it with James, I'm thinking that that monster from Return of the Jedi is coming out of the sand pit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm going to be paranoid. You know, I don't know if you heard my story earlier, James, but I'd be freaking. I I couldn't do what these people do. I'd be in a golf cart sleep. Well, you've never even done it before, have you? Yes, I have, and it made me sleepy. No, it made you sleepy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you, James. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Happy four twenty. Yeah. Go. Go. Happy golf, holiday. Golf well. Why you? Why does everybody? Why is everybody mad at me right now? Like, no, I, I simple <laughs> questions. Just ask Nick. No. I didn't think you did. You don't cuss, so I figured you didn't. Right. You know that I've had a marijuana experience once or twice, you know? With I don't do it all the time. With T.T.? Yeah. T- and we got stuck um, for about two, three hours. My mom had to come get us. Oh, my God. It was about- stuck like him and you? No, stuck oh. like couldn't drive because we were too high and we were stuck at the store. T.T. forced it on you, but T.T.'s her, her man. Yeah. He he suggested it. I will he's, say that. He strapped downstairs, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he was blamed for it. Strapped. <laughs> Like, let's put it this way. They were in, let's just to give you a distance, they were in Sacramento when they got stuck, but they got the the stuff from the dealer who was in El Dorado Hills, and he just sent his penis. <laughs> Quick pickup. <laughs> That's just how T.T. rolls. It is how he rolls. Hey, Ashley and Sack, how are you? Good. How are you guys? Good. See, don't sound like one of these people. You don't sound <laughs> like somebody that would do something under the influence. I am constantly underneath the influence. <laughs> Do you mind if I ask how old you are, Ashley? I'm a 39. Okay, you're 39, so you know, slightly younger than I am, so you're a millennial. 
Um, so it's more accepted for your generation. Okay, I got it. What do you do better under the influence? Uh, everything. Okay. One thing <laughs> in particular. all of the things. I'm a very high-strung individual, mm-hmm. so it pretty much levels me out and allows me to deal with people <laughs> and everybody around me. <laughs> so, so do you have, like, some... Uh, like mental uh, uh, mental health issues that it, it I do I do yeah. I do have I have a BPD and PTSD so okay. it is probably one of the only things because those those conditions do not um, work with any type of normal medication only therapy mm-hmm. is really for those and so the only thing that really seems to help uh, level me out completely is Mary Jane so <laughs> I do what works for me <laughs> do you mind if I ask uh, why you have PTSD and what is it from uh, I am a sexual assault victim survivor okay. so. <laughs> so so I, I had a uh, I don't know if you've heard me tell this story because we're kind of new but there's a woman that I met uh, about a year ago, and her husband uh, came back from his third tour and had PTSD, and it ruined their family. Uh, you know, uh, you can imagine, yeah, it, right? It can, absolutely. And uh, and they were broke, living off food stamps, didn't have heat. I mean, it got so bad. She woke up one day and says, I'm going to fix my husband. I'm going to fix this PTSD. Uh, PTSD, you know, PTSD is causes depression, anxiety, and all these other things, as you well know. And so she, you know, studied neurology and learned his brain, and then was kind of mentored by the top neurologist in the country. And now she does what's called brain mapping. And I actually uh, had her in my old po- or my podcast, and she came over and mapped my brain, mm-hmm. and it was fascinating. And what she found out with her husband is when you map your brain, you learn, you know, the pros and cons of how you tick and what you need to possibly fix because there's also a homeopathic therapy that goes along with it. Um, yeah. Low testosterone uh, was one of the leading factors, at least with her husband, that was mm-hmm. causing because of the chemical imbalance. Right. Which brings me back to the alternative of putting marijuana in your body. Again, I'm not hating on it, but that is filling a void possibly for those types of things, whether it's, you know, a fake reality or a true reality, you know, or, you know, fake or false world. I don't know, but it's filling that void. Would you agree with that? Uh, yes. Yeah. So yeah. did you, uh, did you realize it after you had already been a user or did you kind of knowingly start doing it because it made you feel better after, after any of that? I didn't actually start until maybe I was 19. Mm-hmm. So out of school, out of everything, um, but normal things just weren't really working for me. And I think at that time I was around all my friends and everybody was already using it. So I picked it up and just realized how well it worked and adjusted my moods. Mm-hmm. You're not because f- on it, I, I do not flip out. I'm, I'm able to handle my reactions. Whereas normally if I'm not at all, um, something, a situation can occur and my reaction to it can be completely absurd. <laughs> the first thing I would want to do or say. And so having that pause and that slow reaction absolutely actually helps me in my interactions. <laughs> mm. I found at least. You're you're not a you're not an airline pilot, are you? Or <laughs> no, no, I okay. actually uh, I drive for a delivery service. <laughs> so you drive around high. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like a DoorDash, do you eat their food? I bet you do. No, I, I, work, for a, I work for a Mary Jane delivery service. Oh. <laughs> guess, ah, perfect yeah. job. Can you imagine? Yep, you, you know damn well like a, a DoorDash guy probably gets high, right? Your food's gone. For sure. It's oh, done. absolutely. One for, two for you, one for me. That yep. should be like, a, you can't do that while you deliver food to people. Like, <laughs> they don't go together. <laughs> Look, on a serious serious note, Ashley, I'm I'm very sorry what happened to you in your past. I do appreciate you listening to the show and and it sounds like you, you, you got your life together and everything is going as well as it can go. So I wish you nothing but the best, okay? Thank you guys. You guys have a happy four twenty. You too, Ashley. We'll happy holiday. Ah, hate to hear that about somebody. Mm-hmm. Jesus. But she's high. Right. Yeah. And feeling better. And feeling better. Mm-hmm. All right. Second round of headlines, Nikki D. I'm going to tell you what holiday SAC is voting for and why your Netflix may not work soon. All right. Get you all that here in just a minute. Thanks for being here. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. All right, second round of headlines, Nikki D. SAC voted to recognize a new holiday, H3. Many people across the country are observing Indigenous Peoples Day today, which celebrates Indigenous people and honors their communities and their culture. This year marks the first time a U.S. president has formally recognized the day. So on top of the federal government acknowledging now what is called Indigenous Peoples Day, Sacramento had a board of supervisors that have also voted in a meeting they had on the 18th unanimously to also recognize in the city Indigenous People Day, which is the first, no, the second Monday in October. So once that goes into effect and it's passed, then it'll be recognized. Originally Columbus Day, right? It was originally Columbus Day. And I even learned something for this story because I didn't realize that the president had like signed the order and changed the name. So I pulled up my calendar on my phone and sure enough, it says Indigenous People Day now. I think that's awesome. Well, you know how many people are now going to know how to spell Indigenous? A lot, because they yeah, didn't know no how to joke. spell it before. I mean, think about every other federal holiday. They're pretty simple. Right. Indigenous is not a word that people are spelling every single day. Or saying correctly all the time, either. And the and the change is what? Because Columbus was a horrible person, right, when he came over yeah. and I mean, slaughtered like, everybody? Right. That's what we're celebrating instead of actually the people who were here in their land and their culture. So now that's what people are going to recognize on that day. So those great, 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 great grandkids are like, what the is this going on now? He wasn't that bad of a guy. The stories that I've heard. Chris was good people. Of course. Of course. So we get it off, huh? I don't know if, if we get it off, but bankers do. Oh, well, then we should become bankers. <laughs> I don't really recall It's a federal holiday, off. right? Federal holiday. It is. Yeah. So we're off? Everybody should be off. I mean, but are we off? So what do you celebrate? I mean, like, what are you supposed to do? It's the same as any other holiday where you're off on a Monday. Labor Day, Memorial Day. You're supposed to cook it, out, have fun. Do well, I mean, you you're want. supposed to. Here's the problem that I have with those kinds, like the second tier holidays, yeah. you know, is that, uh, like if you're taking the day off, you have maybe not if you're not participating in a function for the day, mm-hmm. which is fine. Not everybody's going to participate in the function. You still got to take the day off. So you should at least at some point at the day think of what the day is, you know, or do something Memorial to commemorate day. it, like, learn something about it. Take a minute out of the day for Memorial Day to remember, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for Labor Day, you, you take a minute to say, you know, I work hard, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Right. So what do you do for Indigenous People Day? What am I, what's, what am I supposed to take my 60 seconds for? 
Um, take your six. How much of a bad person Chris was? Or the mm. the people that you know lost their lives innocently. Well, you know, about... just give them a moment of silence. Okay, so that's what we'll do. Yeah, because that's that. what you said. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't just Chris that did it either. Who, who it was all, I mean, the Europeans. Oh, all they I mean, came was, over here. It was more people than Chris, but yeah. he's the one whose name was on the holiday. <laughs> I get you're right. It so wasn't he's, random. He's getting a blank. It wasn't random guy in the Mayflower. Exactly. Yeah, he owned the company, right? <laughs> yeah, right. His name's on the his name's on the dotted line. He got chopped <laughs> the head off the snake. <laughs> that Chris, that son of a bitch. He has to go down. Finally got our receipt on you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> was there a big push to change this? I'm not sure what. Calls the I change, but I'm sure that it was. But yeah, because I didn't even know the president signed it in. But I think it's great. Okay, excellent. All right. Well, happy Indigenous People Indigenous Day. Indigenous People Day. Uh, can you? Well, you can spell it. Can you spell it, Nelson? Um, I indigenous. I n d g e n o u s. Indigenous. Close, but no. Yeah, that's incorrect. You can't celebrate it yet. <laughs> All right. Second headline. Go ahead. Sharing Netflix passwords is coming to an end. H four. There will be um, current members that are unhappy with this move. We'll see folks come on as new subscribers, essentially borrowers creating their accounts or incremental monetizations. News of a password sharing crackdown broke last spring after Netflix lost subscribers for the first time in more than a decade. And even though Netflix has been threatening and saying that they're go- they're going to crack down on passwords, it hasn't happened yet. So people are like, ah, oh, they're not going to do anything. Well, they have said starting this second quarter, which is coming up next month, they're going to start cracking down on the passwords. What they're going to do is if you already have an account, they're going to give you an option to add two more people outside of your household. And then I guess once you go past that limit, your password is not going to work if it's in a household outside of whatever the two-person limit that you're choosing. That's what YouTube TV does. Really? You, you can have it on, I think, like five devices, and then if somebody tries to sign in. Somebody got to log off. Yeah. There, I, I don't know what the feeling is, you know, because like today, uh, Musk, you know, got rid of all the blue checks for people that don't want to pay for them, like myself. Mm-hmm. So and yours I, is gone. Yeah, I saw it in real time. Oh. I saw it in real time disappear, actually. Oh. Wow. And it's the same thing like when any social media or streaming service changes and, you, and you're experiencing it almost like in real time. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the feel. It's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling because I already can't get into my mom's Netflix. It's a it's a sad. <laughs> I'm mad. But then there's a part of you that's like, I just witnessed, witnessed history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is bad history, but it's still history. You're still it, a part of it. I, I can't put my finger on the feeling. I know, right? The, I, was... I didn't think I'd be bothered by this blue check thing either, but I got, I'm not going to lie. You were bothered. I knew you would be bothered by the blue check. You try to act like you weren't. But then I see people that still have it, and I'm going, well, what, are you, got it. what are you paying for? Cool. <laughs> I'm upset for you, by the way, because I always wanted to earn a blue check, and you had one, and that's cool. And now you don't have it. They took it away from you the best. No, I see people that I personally know who have it now, and I'm like, oh, you paid Aww. for it, boo. Yeah, because you pay like you're paying for your like, followers right, or something like boo, that. You're not important. All right, looks like, uh, well, Kings play tonight. Of course, you know that, right? Maybe got the tickets to uh, the Golden One Center for the watch party. Our friends down the hall. Get the details on uh, D'Lo and Casey's watch party for me so we can talk about that because mm-hmm. they're our friends and we want they as many are. people to show up there as possible for them. Uh, but it looks like the Kings and uh, WD-40 have come to an understanding. E-40. E-40. The Say rapper. it with me. E-40. E-f- bingo. E-40. Bingo. No. 
you just don't want to do right. <laughs> B. D, oh. E40. Say, say it again. E40. Damn, you sunk my battleship. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they came to an understanding. We'll tell you about that. And then uh, our new favorite dude, right? Young Zell. Mm-hmm. He's got uh, an awesome anthem for the Kings, and we'd like to introduce ourselves to him. Yes. Because I guess everybody knows him but us. So we want to say hi and uh, say we, you know, like, I'm so into the rap world that I just feel like we should be tight. Mm-hmm. And we gave you an uh, alter ego name you can use if you want, Young Dan. Young Dan. Oh, him, yeah. not me. I thought, I got to come up with a rapper name. Yeah, you can come up with one. Lil' Bear. Lil' Bear. Lil' what? <laughs> Lil' Bear. <laughs> Oh, Bill. Lil Bale. I like Bale. Bale's good. Lil Bale. Tennessee even makes you bad boy, you know what I mean? Because who needs to get bailed out? Lil Criminals. Bale. To the people of it. Oh, I'm sorry. No. All right. No. Okay. I'll keep it in. She no. won't let me be my rap self. Please. <laughs> she, she, I did it for Ice Cube a couple times, and she got embarrassed. Oh, my spare God. Us, spare us. All right. Uh, so we'll do all that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Welcome back. It's the BS. Thanks for being here. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, Nikki D. There's Nelson. At Listen to the BS, that's us on Instagram and Facebook. That is us. That, that's us. <laughs> Give us a follow. We'll follow you back. Mm-hmm. Just had a couple people uh, follow us on the Instagram, so i got to hit oh, that little, nice. little blue button and get you back. Uh, the Odyssey app, hope you have it on your phone. You can listen live, stream at any time. Also get the podcast. We have the show uploaded uh, immediately when we get off the air. So the podcasts are there. We're big podcasting people, so if you could do that, that'd be nice. Also on our website, thebaileyshow.com. Uh, so tonight, game three, trying to go 3-0 and uh, at Golden State. Kings going over to play the Warriors, and um, it, it's it's very, very exciting to watch a city rally around a team. Yes, and everybody's on board. You know, and, and how it's been explained, and, you know, and I've, I've lived in places where the cities have had teams that haven't done so well, and then when they do well, uh, you know, everybody's excited. Now, a lot of times, those cities kind of get kicked back on the people that are now fans. They're like, oh, now you're fans. But this city seems to embrace that, which is mm-hmm. which is really, really nice. They're like, come on down. Yeah, come on down. <laughs> we'll take you. <laughs> Have no problem with that. And there's a new anthem for the Sacramento Kings, which is fire. I love when a artist from the city mm-hmm. takes their time for free, right? They're not hired by nope. the team or the organization or any of the players. They did it for the love of the sport. For the love of the sport, the mm-hmm. love of the team. And that's what uh, our friend Young Zell did. He did. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Good. We love it. Listen, listen. Can you play it? Yeah. Listen, light the beam. Look this. This is Young Zell. Like the beam now. You can tell him. You can tell him like the beam now. How long did this take you to make? Uh, it honestly took me about twenty, to, about twenty to thirty minutes to write it, and then recording it didn't take much time at all. I, be- I believe that. That's you know that's the sign of a true artist. I know, and he shot a video and everything. When you can do it, did did you shoot the video and edit it all by yourself, probably too? Oh no, I wish, I wish. Luckily, I have a friend. Shout out to my boy Zero. He did the video for me. He does all my videos. <laughs> oh, it's a good video. You look good. I like he that did. purple outfit you're wearing. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, d- does is does the organization when they come back and play at the Golden One Center, they're going to play it in house? I hope so. My fingers are crossed for it. They have been, but it's all good. Everybody else is listening to it. So, well, are you uh, like are you like buddies with any of the players or anybody in management or any of those people? 
No, just a big super fan. <laughs> so, it's, okay, so the Warriors have WD-40, right? They've E-40. Got, the e, you know this E-40 guy? <laughs> yes, the legend, the legend. Oh, he's Tell a legend. He's a big yeah, deal. E-40. Yes, right. sir. Yes, sir. The greatest. Uh, the greatest? <laughs> Tell me what it got. I mean, go. come on. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're talking to a rap aficionado here. Oh, oh my god! Okay, he's not the great. I'd never even heard of him until the whole altercation thing. Oh no, no, he's forty, man. That's definitely, a, definitely a legend, a West Coast legend for sure. But a legend none, nonetheless. I've been listening to forty all my life, man. If you're from Northern California, he, he's in your playlist. Okay, okay, so he's like a local band. That's cool. He's not a local oh, band. Man. I'm not from California, and I know E40. Okay, well, he is known uh, internationally. But but Young Zell is now our guy. He is. All right. So yeah. So the, the the next home game, you're there in like good seats, and mm-hmm. they and you go out there to perform. I mean, I really think they should bring him out to perform. They should, and the song should be playing in the stadium. Hmm. Like, let's go. Light the beam. I'm going to be playing it in my car. Are you doing anything to make this happen, Young Zell? Uh, I just keep pushing it, playing, you know, playing it and posting it. And luckily, a lot of people have caught on to it and, and tagged me a lot in it. So that helps out a lot, too. So I just, after every win, post it, you know, and that's all, that's all I could do, really. <laughs> have, have any of the players, like, commented, liked, reshared? Um, no, none of that. I've seen them look, though. I've seen, like, Monk looks, the bonus has looked, uh, Fox. Has looked uh, Rashawn, I think Terrence Davis. So a lot of them have seen it. I know they've seen it. a lot of them. At least heard a little glimpse of it from my story and stuff. It's it's bigger than the song, right? It it's 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 a very talented guy in Young Zell. Mm-hmm. Loves his city, loves his team, takes his time to put together, and it's good, right? And it's clean. They don't have to edit it. They don't have to do anything. They just have to play it. You don't use cuss words, do you? No, no, no. I always say if I if I can't show my grandma or my mom, then I can't show nobody. That's good. See, I like that. It's mm-hmm. a rap song without cuss words. Good Something I can listen to. Anthem that you can put on the people that have their babies in the stadium. They don't have to cover their ears. Do you need right. Do you need uh, you know any other voices on your stuff? <laughs> no. I mean, you want to hop on it? I mean, we can put you on it. Oh no! See? Don't tell them that. You were supposed to be like, no, nah, we good. <laughs> Nikki. He's gonna want to rap, Nikki, and he can't rap. So Nikki, I'm telling you, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm right I'm here. I know. This is my chance. I know. I'm just trying to talk to Zell real quick and just let him know. You know, he don't really want to sign up for this. I'm sorry, Young Zell. Have you auditioned in front of Ice Cube before? Because I have. Oh no, you have? Uh, yes, sir. Twice, matter of fact. And ask him what record Ice Cube put him on after the audition. Well, our people are still talking. (laughs) (laughs) They're not talking. There's no talk. (laughs) (laughs) We're still in a conversation. And guess, take a guess. When I rap for Ice Cube, one out of ten, what did he give me? What do you think? I'm 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 assuming it. I'm assuming a ten. No, that was a crazy assumption. I appreciate that. That's very optimistic (laughs) of you. He gave me a five. He gave him a five to be polite, okay? Because no. he was in, being interviewed and he wanted his stuff to run. That's not how I looked at That's it, Young That's why Zell. he did it. I thought he gave me a five for encouragement, mm-hmm. saying there's room to grow. <laughs> Always room to grow. Always room to grow. <laughs> I got a trap beat here for you if you need one to jump on. 
Uh, no, I go acapella. Oh, okay. I just didn't Do you know. You want to hear it? Yeah, yeah I'm I've been waiting rap. for somebody to hear me. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Listen, that's why I queued you up a beat. Wow, you you encourage this, huh, Nelson? Wait till you hear it. No, he can't rap to no, this. I know, beat. I know, I know. He I can't know. rap to this beat. Oh, He's I not can. A real rapper. If I if I if I wanted to, I could. Oh, you could. But I don't want to. I right know now. you don't want to because you want to do. I've your done rit- it before. You want to do your rap? You got memorized. I, uh, yeah. Well, I, that's yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's my. It's well, my, Nelson encourages my joint. Let him go right. ahead and yeah, be a victim. Joint, yeah. of, that's right. It's a joint. Yeah. My joint. Uh, okay, here you go. <clears throat> Brace yourself, young Zell. To the All people right. over here, to the people over there, to the people, the people, the people from everywhere watching this show, paying top dollar because they know when I'm on the stage. Drake, what up? Why don't you get the 12 gauge? Let's show them how easy <laughs> does it. If you punks want to make something of it, roll up, get up. What's up, sucker? You want some of this and you're stupid? Kick it like the kick from a kick drum. Yellow boy on the drum. Get, what are you? Why are you laughing? This is good. I'm listening I'm to vibing. you, Brad. And I self edited. Standing ovation. Standing ovation. You know I'm what? I'm listening to you, Brad. <laughs> now that Young Z- I've been inspired by Young Zell. <laughs> you can write something to keep. So here's the thing I'm never going to do that ever again. <laughs> because there are cuss words in that. Mm-hmm. And if my mother can't listen to it, then I'm not doing it. If I have to self-edit myself, mm-hmm. then I'm no longer going to do that rap song. Oh, thank you, Lord. Give, give me the some people's claps. Cha- give the me people's some champion. Claps. The yes. people's champion. Look at her. He is never going to do that rap again. Young Zell saving everybody's April ears. April 20th, 2023. <laughs> Write that down. Who's a better rapper, you or WD-40? E-40. <laughs> E40, E40. <laughs> you're a he rapper. You're not. Su- you're not supposed to say that. Oh you're- no, no. You said you. I said you called because you called him WD40. I was like, yeah, his oh. name is E40. Yeah, E40. that E40. Yeah, who's a better rapper, him or you? E40. Hey man, that's that's a legend. You know, that's a legend. I'm I'm all, I'm always going. You know, pick me in any type of battles. You know, what I'm saying, but that's E40. That's a legend. So I can't. You know, I got, I got a long ways to go before I get there. Yeah, but see, that's what I thought. Like I thought in that world, like everybody's the best. It's confidence. I mean, oh, yeah, everybody's the best. Yeah, but everybody's you still have to pay homage and respect to those who paved the way for you to be able to come do what you do. But see, here's and that's what, what he's doing. Here's what I'd rather have heard. What would you rather hear? I, I'd rather hear her say, you know, he's good. He's a legend. But I got to tell you, he's lost the step. Young Zell's the new guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's still going. Still going. <laughs> I'm trying to work my way up. I'm trying to work my way up. Uh, so, uh, our buddy D'Lo from down the hall at ESPN 1320, he and KC do their, a phenomenal, uh, sports, uh, talk show. And I told him we were having you on. He's like, that's my boy. Oh yeah. That's my brother right there, man. Both of them. I love those guys. All right. Well, they're having a, uh, a watch party tonight and Sunday. Where's it at? It's at the public house downtown. Uh, and it's going to yep. be from 6.30 p.m. tonight until, it says till 10.30 p.m. It's uh, 11.32, 16th Street. I bet you walk in there, young Zell, and you get a standing uh, ovation. A couple people notice me a little bit. A couple people. I bet you. <laughs> you said a couple people. You got to get out and perform your song, get you some more traction, so they'll let you perform it in the stadium. He's got a gig. Oh, yeah. You got a show coming up, don't you? Yep, I do. Uh, this Saturday called Mini Mansion Live. It's sold out. It's my first uh headlining show that I'm throwing myself, so I'm excited for that. Uh, I've actually performed. I got to actually perform it at one of D-Lo and KC's watch parties, and then I performed it at, you know, random little bars. I didn't walk in the little bars with ba- live bands, and then I just start rapping the song on the beat. So well, I've been trying to get out. When, when, when we have an event, we're going to yeah. have you out there. And by the way, this Saturday oh, yeah. show is sold out, uh, and I will be opening for Young Zell. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you better hurry up and sit down and get you some raps written up because you're I, running out of time. Now, you can't do that one again. It's it's you're going to be blown away by what I got planned. Oh, I will be for yeah. sure. Yeah, the pyrotechnics and everything. Oh, mind blown. Yeah, I'm going to have women dancing with robes and all kinds of stuff. Women dancing with robes? Is that what you said, or ropes? Uh, both. Both. Yeah. Okay, well, make sure you have a net. Because you can't have a robe without a rope. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. <laughs> They're Jesus-like ladies. <laughs> They're monks. I have monks coming out. <laughs> uh, all right, so at young underscore Zell on the Instagram. Hey, man, it's very nice to meet you. In all seriousness, I, I think that's really cool what you did. You're a very talented guy. And uh, and I, and I like to you know put people over that that do good. So you did good, man. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I, I really appreciate it. I appreciate all the support. All right, man. We'll see you soon. Hopefully, okay. Yes, sir. All right, we'll see you. Bye, bye. That's Young Zell, ladies and gentlemen. Bite the bean. Hey, hey. I thought that went very well. I think it he and did. I are really <laughs> close. Yes. That's accurate. Since we have so much in common. You have nothing in common. He's just really nice, just like Ice Cube was. He probably wants to come over to my house and have me help him. (laughs) Right. Because I could share my laboratory. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure he has his all things set up. He's doing pretty good. Oh, my God. He's doing pretty good. I got a good laboratory. I'm, I'm sure you do. I'm sure he's got a great, well, obviously he's got a good laboratory. Because he has a song that's out with a video. Right. Mm-hmm. We, we haven't seen it. Well, that's where Listen. greatness comes from, the laboratory. Okay. Well, we're going to be waiting to see your release, your single, when it's coming out, from your laboratory. <laughs> I thought he said laboratory. <laughs> I was like, is, is, are dogs in there? That's <laughs> how he said it. Laboratory. <laughs> This may be my favorite show we've ever done. Uh, All right. uh, We haven't talked about this, but there's an update on this uh, whole young kid wrestler debacle. I mean, this is like one of the worst things I've ever seen. What a dick. And he's only 14. Oh, I feel so horrible calling age. this kid out, but oh. so uh, the kid that punched the other kid in the wrestling meet might, might have heard of it. If you haven't, I'll re-up it for you. Uh, but uh, something is is happening, happening with the bad kid. I'll tell you what that is here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. What you say? You hadn't seen it, Nikki D, the wrestler story? No, I hadn't seen it. I wasn't able to find it. I just located it. The Illinois youth wrestler? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, a match with these kids. They're like 14 years old. And, you know, one of the dudes lost. I think he lost pretty pretty bad, too. It was like 14 to 2. Yeah, it was 14 to 2 in the match. And when uh, this happened uh, on the 8th of, the, uh, of April, Oak Park River Forest High School in Oak Park, Illinois. And uh, the kid got up. And what makes it even worse is... They went in for the handshake. Yeah, and that's when he clocks them. But he and he uses the hand that he was going to shake his hand with, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. Because usually, like if you're going to cold cock somebody, you use the opposite hand and have more force. But he was quick <laughs> enough, and this 14 year old kid hit this other dude like he was a professional boxer. He did. He knocked him out. Right. Um, which it's horrible for, I mean, it makes the sport look bad. I mean, this kid, this, you know, like I'm kind of split on it. Like one side of me is like, you ban this kid from every sport that he possibly could play. Uh, and, but you know, he's 14 now he did wrong. He did really wrong, but you don't want him to grow up to be an even worse adult. Mm -hmm. 
So how do you, you know, the other side of me, the softer side is going, well, what do you do to teach him what he did was wrong? Um, They're citing him right now. The police department has officially issued citations uh, for this kid. He admitted to officers he punched his counterpart because he was angry that he had lost the match. Um, The boy is facing fines and penalties depending on the outcome. He should. I absolutely agree with that. I would feel the same way if it was my child that was assaulted. Like he should definitely face some type of consequence for that. Oh, then with no no doubt, he definitely yes. there should be consequences. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I I totally agree. But I don't know if banning him for the rest of his days is the right thing to do because what you're doing is creating a monster. You're creating a already angry young man that screwed up royally. And you're going to make him even angrier in the next four years. And when he becomes an adult, God knows what he's going to do. Or even before he's an adult, what is he going to do? Exactly. I think you should use this as a teachable moment for him Mm -hmm. to actually learn. There are uh, uh, consequences for your actions and things like that. Not ban him for for life, but maybe the rest of the season for sure. And make him sit out until next year. Something that he learns the lesson. Mm -hmm. You know, look, some of you are going, you know, wow, this is softy on the right. Look, I grew up in the same day and age where I subscribe to the tough love theory. um, But having a child that is uh, functioning autistic, mm-hmm. right? You learn a lot of things. Exactly. Yeah, that's and, no lie. And and the tough love doesn't work. At all. It doesn't, doesn't. doesn't work. And it's not that you have to be this new age softy. You just have to be a smart, a smarter disciplinary. Mm-hmm. You and know, how you can get through to them. Right. It's not the day like growing up, you know, I think you kind of the same boat. I Nikki, did. Getting, <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, my first stepdad beat me. I mean, he choked me. He beat my mother up, put her in the hospital. I watched them at the top of the stairs, both naked, her face drenched in blood. And I had to lie to the cop at the hospital because she told, you know, I've been through it. I've right. seen it. I, I grew up in households of fear. And so I learned because I didn't want to get hit. And I never did it again. Mm-hmm. So there's something to be said about, you know, the spankings and the spoons, and which I subscribe to. Right. But it's a different day and age. And and and, and kids have real life things that weren't addressed back in the day. So uh, so I don't know if that I don't know if banning this banishing this kid, mm-hmm. you know, for four years is the right move. You might be just inventing a serial killer. I mean, I think you nailed it there. It's you know, add a con- uh, a. Uh, service component to it you know maybe he has to serve at like a domestic violence shelter Mm -hmm. or somewhere Mm -hmm. where other victims of violence are to show that listen this is the lasting ramifications of what violence does you should you should have him make him wrestle brock lesnar oh god (laughs) i thought you said no cruel and unusual punishment (laughs) should should have him go through the gauntlet of like brock lesnar and you know whoever some of the top MMA wrestler guys are, and <laughs> even Kurt Angle still to this day can whip some ass. Oh, for sure. You know those guys. You know, well, that's what you probably do. Def August. Yo, what's up, Bailey? How are you, sir? I'm pretty good. I I have some exciting news. I don't know if you've heard it. What's that? There's this super cool song. I'm not sure when it came out, but man, it sounds amazing when you have a fresh set of hearing aid batteries in. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm assuming, Deaf August, your hearing is heightened, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, this song, 
it's like they're always saying, oh, yeah. And for some reason, it just it just blares in my hearing aid. Okay, so there's a song. Let me understand this. <laughs> I'm so lost. Deaf August is listening to a song, mm-hmm. and it's a new, is it a new song? I think so. I mean, it's, it's definitely new to me. You know, okay. I hear everything 10 years late. Okay. So Deaf August, okay, so let me understand. Deaf August is listening to a song and wants to share with our audience new music. Okay, new to him. Say that out loud, Nikki D. Deaf August is listening to a new song that he wants to share with the audience. That None of that makes sense. No, it doesn't make none sense. None of that makes sense at all. <laughs> okay. But I'm hearing it. I'm yeah. trying to follow. Okay, are you going to sing it for us? Are you going to tell us about it? Or are you going to give us a website? What are you going to, how, how do we find this uh, new I'm music? Gonna, I'm going to let it rip. I'm okay. going to let some musical tones within my head let loose. Okay, go ahead. All right. Sound down and all I can say is that my life is pretty plain. I like watching the puddles gather rain. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, my. It's Blind Melon. <laughs> and all I can do is just pour some tea for two and speak my point of view, but it's not saying. Yeah. Shannon Hoon, the lead singer, passed away back in the 90s. Oh, and you're just now hearing this song, DeFagas? Man, no wonder everybody was saying this was a one-hit wonder. Well, he died, so, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) he he overdosed. But it's new to you. Here it is. This is the song, right, DeFagas, that you just found out? Yeah, that's it. (laughs) That's it. Top of the charts. (laughs) Top of the charts. Oh my God. I'm excited that you're excited. Oh, it's a great one. I've been vibing all the way to work in Atlanta. <laughs> I'm growing pork chops right now, and there is no rain, baby. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Def August, thank you for sharing your new music with oh, us. You're welcome. Feel, feel free to call anytime, okay? All right. All right. Good to know. All right. See you later, buddy. Good to know. <laughs> all right. We'll see you guys. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Good to know. I think he might have a couple other other things other than just being deaf. Singing blind melon. (laughs) Which is even funnier. (laughs) I actually just thought about that. Poor little Tink Tink. Deaf August singing blind (laughs) Blind melon. (laughs) I just thought about that. That's funny. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. <sighs> Third round of headlines, Nikki D. I'm going to tell you where the Oakland A's are landing and why you may be able to get a check from Facebook. All right, get you that here in a minute. It's the PS on that hit rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read all about it. Headlines. All right, third round of headlines. Got. The Oakland A's are going to Vegas, H5. Quote, we recognize that this is very hard to hear. We are disappointed that we have been unable to achieve our shared vision of a waterfront ballpark. As we shift our focus now to Vegas, we will continue to share details about next steps. So the Oakland A's have decided to 
go and move their organization over to Las Vegas. Um, so the mayor of Oakland's pretty upset about this, and they're actually accusing the team of using negotiations between themselves and the city to get a be better deal out in Vegas. Now, the plan was supposed to be for them to have a waterfront um, ballpark in Oakland. They've been going back and forth for quite a while, and they just made the decision yesterday. They're going to Vegas. They're going to Vegas? Yes. Everybody's going to Vegas. All eyes on Sin City. I know, but why would you go to Raiders Vegas? Raiders went to Vegas. The A's going to Vegas. What's the appeal with Vegas? What like, do you, what, what do you, that's a dumb question. What is, Vegas is awesome. Everybody's there. Okay. Well, I don't know. Sports well, don't teams know. are everywhere. Yeah. So I'm like, what's the appeal with sports teams to go to Vegas? Uh, well, Vegas doesn't have anything other than the college. Well, because well, they didn't. But now they got hockey. They've got uh, well, baseball. They got football. Well, you can back this up. Traditionally, they were viewed as a pariah. Because sports leagues did not want to look like they were in bed with Vegas and sports betting. Right. But now that sports betting is the way that it is, and most states allow it, and everybody's doing it, everybody's been doing it, but now states are just like, you know what? We could profit off this. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, you're right. Vegas had that state. Like, we don't want to associate ourselves with Vegas. Mm -hmm. All it is is gambling and whores and drugs. Okay. But. But now things are different and people don't want to go out there. Well, I'm not saying the gambling and whores and drugs aren't still there, but it's just a different, like, okay, let's go there. <laughs> it's a different look on it. Now, and I don't, I'm not, I don't want to speak ill of Oakland because I've never been there and I don't know. Uh, but, you know, it's like Vegas is cherry picking all the teams from there. Right. Seems like they're uh, ripe for it at this point. Well, if you watch Moneyball, <laughs> you would think that the o Oakland organization doesn't spend a dime on their team, <laughs> right? I mean, if you watch right. the movie Moneyball, so <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, that's no. I, I, the the new Vegas stadium for the Raiders is sick. If you've ever seen it, it's just I've just seen yeah, the pictures it. of it. Oh my god! I've mean, I've been in it. I've driven by it. It is badass. Well, Vegas, one of the coolest stadiums I've ever seen, at least from the outside. Vegas has got a ton of cash on hand to get these guys in. The kind of revenue they're bringing in, tax wise, wonder if casinos. You, wonder if you go to the 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 stadium, they have slot machines in there. I bet you they do. Probably have video poker and slot. They probably have a casino inside. They'd be dumb not to. Honestly, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's too much. All right, next one. <laughs> if you have a Facebook account in California, you could have some money coming your way. H six. Facebook users might have found a way to get some Zuck bucks, maybe. So users who had a Facebook account between May 24th, 2007 and December 22nd of last year have to fill out a form to get the claim. So millions of Facebook users in California are eligible to claim their share of a $725 million settlement. That has just come down the pipe. Now, a quarter of that is gonna, going to go to the attorney, so that's going to leave $550 million to the rest of the people. Now, there were eight plaintiffs um, who initially filed this lawsuit against Facebook saying that they illegally sold their personal information. So those eight plaintiffs are going to get $15,000 each. But if you live in this state and you had a Facebook page, if you go to FacebookUserPrivacySettlement.com, Put in your information, you could be getting a check. I wonder how many people are sitting around waiting for checks like from stuff like this, like class I, actions. And I have a friend who told me that every time one of those class action things come to your mailbox to just fill it out and send it back and never think about it again. And he randomly gets a check at least once or twice a year from those things he fill out when they come to his mailbox. Good size checks. Some of them, he said, have been thousands. Some of them, a couple <laughs> hundred. 
Why, why is he involved in so many class action because lawsuits? Because you got to think about it. I, I used to get them all the time, too, from cell phone companies and um, bills I might have, places I've lived. Like, they're just, they randomly come for something you've signed up for. And most of the time, people just throw them in the trash. And if you get a big one, do you question it or do you just cash it? I'm cashing it. Big check? Yeah. My oh. ex-wife got an $800 check from Wells Fargo. Because you remember when Wells Fargo had yeah. that big deal where they were supposedly mm-hmm. opening accounts? Yep. I mean, we never saw any accounts opened and never had her credit dinged because we were together when it had happened. Mm-hmm. But after the fact, they had they just sent her an $800 check. And she's just like, mm, cash it. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm yeah. once been twice. If your name shy, is on it, you cash I'm it. I'm cashing it. I agree. It's my Absolutely. money. See, I'm, I, still, I'm still waiting for money back from the mid-2000s and the real estate boom. Uh, I, I feel that was the that's the only, well- there's only two that I've ever filled out. That was mm-hmm. the first one. And then okay. the latest one's from our former employer. Yeah. I, that one, they said, we don't have to fill anything out. We just wait for the check. Yeah. So supposedly our former employee, our employ, yeah, employer, employer, employer they, I don't even know what they did. They did something janky with our 401k. That's yeah. all I got from it because it was so many pages of documents. They did something janky with our 401k and they're going to be owing us money. So. If I get a check from that company, I am posting that everywhere. <laughs> Their account number and everything. Routing number. (laughs) Hey, uh, let me give, uh, you can go ahead and play the music, but um, just a little FYI. If if you're a troll, you know, and you got nothing else to do. So this show has a couple different social medias because of other things that we do and that I've done. Um, There are places to post certain things for your social media safety. Make sure you're bashing the right Facebook page, uh-huh. because if you go to other ones that are associated with the show, you're going to get torn apart. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. So just be careful. Walking into a lion's den. <laughs> don't go so pretty much what I'm purrs. telling you. If, yeah, <laughs> don't go over to the two purrs. Don't go to the two purrs. Right, because they don't play, baby, by us, baby. Don't go over there. Yeah. So, <laughs> They're going to eat you up, baby. I'm just trying to do you a solid. Like. <laughs> Bash the right Facebook page. I'll go over there. And I'll address it, and I'll get to you, and hopefully we can hang out, and we can settle it. But you don't want to do that, because you're going to be tied up for a very long time. Mm -hmm. They do not stop. We come with good baggage. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to tell you something I guarantee you don't know about David Bowie, because... I mean, I'm not a David Bowie historian, but I never knew the beef between him and Jimmy Page and how bad it got to the point where he did something with his urine. I love David Bowie. Every time I hear his name, I hear, you remind me of the babe. Well, he's also a singer, too. Not only in Labyrinth, but he's also a singer. My favorite. Uh, And we'll go through some other rock star uh, myths or not here in just a minute. It's the BS on any rock. Hey, thanks for being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson, thebaileyshow.com. That is our website. You get the podcast, stream live, also in the Odyssey app. And on social media, at Listen to the BS on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Blue check less. <laughs> so upset about it. Everybody's take their blue check, unless we want to pay. For- How much is it, by the way? I thought it was nine bucks a month, right, for Twitter Blue. Yeah, nine ninety nine. And Instagram's charging you the same thing for uh, a blue check. This is the same deal as everything else, where where uh, companies wait for one company to be the bad guy, and then they start doing the exact same practices because, in the wake of that news story, nobody's paying attention. I just don't understand what you're getting. Like the idea of the blue check was 
status. Well, the whole idea was that someone, like, if you're a public figure, someone wouldn't steal your identity. Mm-hmm. That you would. That that's the original, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's good. That's a safety feature. You would know that it was official, right? Official. It's not so much you're a celebrity. I mean, I saw people with blue checks with like 500 followers, right? But they were somebody a, official, official, yeah, a public mm-hmm. figure or something. And people would try to, you know, I've had dummy accounts made of me and the you know past shows and stuff right. like that. So. That's that's why they do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But now that everybody's blue checked, if you pay for it, I don't understand what you get. You can't brag about it. No, you can't say I'm blue. Che- I mean, if that's your thing, but I I'm blue checked because I pay one hundred and twenty dollars a year. That doesn't sound cool. It doesn't, and especially when he's taking away blue checks from people who we know are somebody official, like he's taking Beyonce and. All these people's blue checks. So yours is not going to matter. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of people, you know, that, again, in the world of blue checks should be mm-hmm. blue checks, and they mm-hmm. they look naked. They, yep. look, they, they look like they've been exposed. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David Bowie. So I, you know, I guess I never, I've just never heard this before. I found it very interesting. So in the 70s, Bowie and Jimmy Page, they were tight. I didn't know that. Uh, and they bonded over the shared interest in esoteric beliefs, specifically the teachings of occult guru Aleister Crowley, the mm. philosopher, magician, poet, and painter who delighted in the title The Wickedest Man in the World. Uh, then the relationship went south to the point where David Bowie started storing his urine in a refrigerator. Oh. Because he apparently feared that Jimmy Page, uh, in his satanic ways, they would steal his bodily fluids to conceive the Antichrist. That is next level paranoia. That's bizarre. Isn't that so odd? (laughs) It's like, what were they sitting around doing to to think of all of this stuff? It sounds like drug use. I I guess in 70... Well, yeah, right. He was an alien, you know. In 75... Jimmy Page, David Bowie, and American singer Ava Cherry were at Bowie's place in Manhattan, and Page and Bowie got into it when Jimmy Page apparently spilled wine on some silk cushions, and then he wanted to blame it on Ava Cherry. Bowie allegedly decided it was time for him to go, and he says, why don't you take the window? (laughs) Fly away. Fly away. Mean burn. <laughs> I don't know. People that believe in like this Wiccan stuff and witchcraft stuff, they are in it deep. No, no, no. I don't think you meant that. I think you meant why don't you take the window yeah. like commit suicide. Take a flying leap. Oh, yeah. I thought he meant like why don't you turn into something and go away. No. They they glared at each other. Paige seemed to be invoking dark forces against Bowie, who in turn says Ava Cherry wanted to show Jimmy that his will was stronger. Dang. Deep. Isn't that like that's that, deep? Uh, that's one of those rock star stories that if you hear, I don't know if I would believe. I wouldn't believe it either because I only have one Im- image of David Bowie. <laughs> well, you, you, you're the you're the labyrinth Bowie. Oh my gosh, that's my image I have of him. I'm my cousin records Bowie. Uh huh. What are you, Nelson? I am uh, Zoolander Bowie. Old school walk off. Old school roots. 
David Bowie comes in to judge the walk-off between uh, uh, Ben Stiller's character and then Owen Wilson's character. Just out of nowhere. All these famous people are in there, and then they both are models, and they're going to compete against each other. And just, there's David Bowie. Wow. I never oh. thought I'd get a Zoolander Bowie. Me either. <laughs> I'm Zoolander Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> would you would think he stardust would that be better <laughs> yeah well that would be the go-to right mm-hmm. uh one of the uh so i'll run through some of these the rock star truths or rock star myths marilyn manson is paul pfeiffer the kid from wonder years i remember when that came out i wanted to believe that oh it That's looks definitely a myth but yeah. look at the <laughs> picture <laughs> look at the picture between the two of them and they look exactly the same but see, Marilyn Manson, his first television appearance was on an MTV game show. I forget which one, but he was in the audience and they talked to him like as just somebody in the audience. And he says, yeah, I'm in a band. It's called Manson. We're playing down the streets. And he popped his gig on MTV. That was Marilyn Manson's first television appearance uh, just as an audience member. Oh, okay. so I knew he wasn't Paul Pfeiffer in the Wonder Years <laughs> played by Josh Saviano. Um. Marilyn Manson's real name is Brian Warner, by the way. Strange guy. Very, very strange guy. Interviewed him one time. His dressing room was immaculate, and all the lights were off. The only light in his dressing room were candles. And we had to go down there and record it onto Mm -hmm. what's called a DAT player, and then bring it back up to the the broadcast area and play it, Mm because he was performing that night. And there was, his handler brought us into his dressing room, me and my promo guy, sat us down on his couch, and said, Mr. Manson will be with you in a second. So we're facing the door. There's only, I mean, it's a small, it's not a big room. Right. And and there's nobody in it. And so we're just waiting for him to walk through the door. Mm-hmm. And the dude appears behind us. Wow. Weird. Out of nowhere. Freaky. The guy's like seven foot eight. And he was wearing a top hat. <laughs> and he was dressed to the like nines with this three-piece suit. And he says, Hello. A Marilyn Manson. How did you feel? Scared. <laughs> was it like OCD immaculate? Oh, yeah. It okay. smelled good, too. Ooh. That, that surprised me for some reason. I turned around and said, I loved you in the Wonder Years. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Richards, the Rolling Stones, of course, snorted his father. There's a myth that Keith, uh, Keith Richards took some of his dad's ashes, mixed it with cocaine to honor him. So he'd always have his dad with him. That's actually kind of cool. Like they didn't do coke, right? Didn't it? I, I mean, about, I was about to say that sounds something like could be true. I don't know if that's a myth. I think I would believe that. Um, is it? It's half true. Oh, it's actually harder core than him mixing it with cocaine. Yeah the the truth is it's it's not far off. He did snort his dad as a joke after scattering his father's ashes in a garden. Mm-hmm. There are some lefts on his hand, and he snorted it up. No cocaine though. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Which is rough. Anybody who has snorted anything that it doesn't numb, you know that that's not. You're not supposed to put stuff up your nose that don't numb. You would think he would have snorted the cocaine and not the ashes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I got. I mean, I got to tell you, like, I'm a big symbolism guy. Grew up Catholic. That's kind of neat. I think oh, that yeah. is too. I wouldn't do it, but I, I definitely think that's cool to do. You, know, like they, you got a piece of them with. They you. have the thing now where you can get your uh, ashes of your loved one or your dog put into a tattoo. I would really? do that. Isn't that neat? I would do that. I think that's neat, too. I'm going to do that for my kitty cats. I don't have a tattoo. Away. True or false, Nikki D? Okay. Paul McCartney died in a car crash in 1966. True. Yeah. <laughs> you know anything about the car crash? 
Um, I just know Tell me died. about Paul McCartney first. I just, I just know he died in the car crash. <laughs> you just told me to say true or false. Well, yeah, and you picked true. Yeah. Okay. And I was right. Well, Paul McCartney's alive and well. <laughs> and everybody knows that. But is it Paul? You are the only person in the world. Yeah, right. So that's that's the play, right? People think it's a it's a it's a fake Paul McCartney that's mm-hmm. been living because he died in the car crash. Yeah. Why do they people got think it. he died? Because Ringo Starr, I think, said it. Yeah, oh. probably as a joke, or they were probably high. You know. But it's the rumor got so big they even involved like the British version of the CIA. Like they <laughs> stepped in. That's how important the Beatles were to England. You know, you know you're a big deal when people think that you're fake. Right. Like you're not really you. <laughs> not like a fake person, but you know, like that they cloned you. You know you're because it doesn't get much bigger than Sir Paul McCartney. No. Right. Like the Beatles or not, it's still Paul freaking McCartney. Right. What do you mean, right? You don't even know who he is. I do know who he is. Who is now he? Now that you said that he's in the Beatles, he's their front man. He's the guy that started McDonald's. <laughs> he's Ronald. the front man. No, John Lennon was the front man of the Beatles. Oh, dang. Yeah, wait. I mean, you can make the argument that they co-fronted. No, you cannot make that argument. Okay. Why you can't make that argument? Because, well... I don't know. Actually, I like Paul McCartney's singing. <laughs> I like him better than I like him better than John Lennon's. So Let that's it why. be is my favorite like oh, song of all time. Yes, uh, Ozzy and the Bat story. Um, the uh, Ozzy Osbourne bit the head off a bat. I heard that too. I remember hearing that. Is that that's true, right? I think that's true. Um, it is true. Yeah. Aha. It was in front of the story. If I remember correctly, is in front of record execs. See, I had... And he was wearing a white suit. Well, I think that's part of the rumor. The real bat that he bit the head off of was on stage. At an actual concert? Yeah, but he didn't know... He thought it was a It was a a rubber bat. Uh Uh-huh. So he thought it was all part of the show. Oh. And so he was just kind of steering into the Prince of Darkness. Oh, no. He bit... uh, I think he bit the bird in front of the record exam. And that was after the bat, right? Because the rumor had already started. Like, I just bite animals. Because now it's his gimmick. <laughs> well, he's the Prince of Darkness. That's what they call Ozzy Osbourne. Where are you at now, PETA? Go after that old man. <laughs> you know? Oh, leave that man alone. Guy can barely walk. Van Halen demanded no brown M&Ms in their dressing room. I believe that's true because there's a lot of artists that are real like diva like that with with their demands. So mm. I'm gonna say that's true. It is true. If you had a rider, mm-hmm. what would you what, what silly thing would you have? Like, what, if you had five things on your rider, your Nikki D, you're performing at the Golden One Center. It's sold out three nights in a row. <laughs> I don't know exactly what you do on stage, but it's sold out. <laughs> I don't know what I do on stage either. I feel like I'm not I'm not so diva esque. I would want my own. Um, dressing room for sure. Okay, we got that. I would want some snacks set up. Okay, what kind of snacks can we get you, Miss D? Um, I want some sub sandwiches and uh-huh. some chips. Okay, subs and chips. I want some lemonade. Subs and chips and lemonade. And if possible, like some chicken nuggets. You're subs and chips and lemonade and chicken nuggets. Yep. And so then, you want chicken nuggets, subs and chips and lemonade. Yeah. Okay. That's what I want. Subs, chips, lemonade, ch- chicken nuggets. Yep. Yeah. And I want a robe. For me to change. Subs, chips, chicken nuggets, lemonade in a robe. Yeah. And you're in dressing room. And a TV. And a TV. Subs, chips, <laughs> lemonade. Robe, a TV, robe, and like a couch. TV. Like a good, nice, comfortable seat. And now a couch. Yeah. Okay. And that's it. That's all you want on and your robe. That's it. Yeah. So you want to move in Ashley Furniture. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Basically. And so I what? just want to uh-huh. be comfortable. <laughs> well, don't they have them inside it? <laughs> if, if Subway were to bang Ashley furniture, that would be Nikki D's dressing room. <laughs> Uh, the truth of the Van Halen thing, Van Halen had a very specific and lengthy contract with extensive safety concerns laid out. The brown M&Ms were a test to make sure venues and promoters uh, were, were were reading it, which is actually very smart. Oh, that is smart. Mm-hmm. You know, so now bands are healthy and some of the stuff that these bands request, and I know this for a fact, is like nothing bands back in the 80s would have requested. Not a chance. You know, it's not the... You know, it's like, hey, we want uh, five pounds of cocaine. We need mm-hmm. uh, two cases of wine. You know, all that's it's nothing like that. It's like, we need twelve boxes of Atkins bars. Yep. We need some uh, trail mix, coconut water, alkaline water. You know, <laughs> yes, like, <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> Elvis, Tupac, Biggie Smalls are all still alive on an island. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not sold on Elvis and Biggie, but I am sold on Tupac. Why? He's somewhere. I just know it. I just feel it. Why, why can't Elvis be somewhere? Why can't Biggie be somewhere? I mean, Elvis passed away. Should you throw Kurt Cobain on this too? House. Uh, that, I, that wasn't in that list of them there, but like, I guess I have heard that Kurt Cobain is also They're, still alive somewhere. You think that? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. They're all on the same island. They're all on the same island. That wouldn't be far fetched. If they are all alive, that they're all on an island where celebrities go after they want to not be celebrities anymore, I would not be shocked. Uh, by the way, that's false. But Tupac seems the most believable just because of how much music has come out posthumously. Posthumously. Mm-hmm. He's dead, guys. It's okay to die. I it mean, it's, I mean, it's not. Sucks. You don't want. You don't right. strive for it. But <laughs> you know, you know you're I mean? not trying. <laughs> it's okay to die. You don't want on. Rod Stewart had his stomach pumped. Is that a rock star truth or myth? That can be very much so true. If he overdosed on drugs or something like that, they have to pump your stomach. Overdose on something. Why is that? A, why would they think that's a myth? Because he's saying it never happened. It's false. You're oh, killing it this game. Okay. Uh, the myth: Rod Stewart performed oral sex on a group of sailors. Mm-hmm. It got so Ooh. out of hand that he needed to have his stomach pumped. Yeah. See, you didn't give me all the details. You just said he had his stomach pumped. But you know what this is like with all the semen. <laughs> I do, actually. But the truth is... I'm going to give you that. The truth is the uh, Rodman is a victim of a scorned assistant that he fired trying to get their revenge. Oh, see, now that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I thought maybe they were like, oh, he went to the hospital and got a stomach pump. That used to be uh, a thing back in the day. If, like, you wanted to have a receipt, Mm -hmm. you would pull the old, they're gay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Because yeah, yeah. of the way that the world looked at homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Now you say that, like, somebody were to start that rumor about me, not that I am gay, but I'd be like, uh, no, but if you want to believe that, whatever. I mean, it's, it's, it's cool. <laughs> make, just make back you up. Just make sure the guy's good looking, please. Please. Make sure you. he's my type. Yeah, right. You don't want to be uh, uh, associated with some guy like me. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, that. you know that's false. That's so not my type of guy. Mm-hmm. You're definitely into twinks. You're not into bears. Uh, Gene Simmons. Of course, famous from what band, uh, Nikki D? Kiss. Hey. It was a great mm, song, mm, isn't it? Mm, 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 mm. You remember I did that extensive story on Kiss? I did a lot of research that day. There we go. And some stuff stuck to my brain. You know what? <laughs> Here we go. Everything, rock and roll. 
<laughs> For 5,840 points, what famous wrestling tag team came to the ring with this as their intro music? Not WWE slash WWF. The, the Bushwhack Brothers. No, but that's a good... Well, they were WWF. Mm-hmm. The Rock and Roll oh. Express. Oh, that's right. Rock, the rock and Roll Express. The Rock and Roll Express. Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, false, by the way, the tongue. Gene Simmons of, uh, Simmons of Kiss, a doctor, surgically uh, attack a cow tongue, attach a cow tongue to his mouth. That's the myth. Oh. Okay. He was actually born with that beast. Mm-hmm. He's got a long tongue. Those are always so interesting to see. I love when people have long tongues and it just flop it out and catches you off guard. Uh-huh. You just be like, whoa. I've never met somebody with an abnormally oh, I have. long tongue. Oh, yeah. They love to tell you about I it. I have. I've met like two or three people with, with tongues like that. And one of one of my friends, well, we used to be friends, her tongue's so long, foes, she can no flop it out. I mean, whatever. <laughs> she can flop her tongue out and she can take an entire pickle and stick it like all the way in her mouth and yeah, close it. Is that beneficial for? I other mean, things? it's cool tricks. <laughs> I yeah. mean, like the a, men love it. Like a lollipop or something. <laughs> she can put anything in her throat. She can what? She can put anything in her throat. Oh, big stuff. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> big stuff. <laughs> oh she can. God. So why are you dating that girl, dude? Her tongue eight feet long. <laughs> <laughs> She picks my kids' toys off the ground, standing up. <laughs> no lie. They made nanotape out of her saliva. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Led Zeppelin and the Mud Shark. Here's one last one. Okay. Uh, myth or truth, uh, while, staying the, uh, while staying at Seattle's Edgewater Inn in July 1969, having shared a bill at the Seattle Pop Festival, members of Zeppelin and Vanilla Fudge and their respective entourages are alleged to have pleasured a willing groupie with a fish caught from a local bay. Oh, that's fake. That's not real. Well, it's I think kinda, that's a myth. It's kind of true. What? <laughs> it, was, you know, it was a story that first service, uh, surfaced in public on Frank Zappa's live album, Fillmore East, in 71. It contained a humorous ditty called The Mud Shark. It was based on Vanilla Fudge's testimony, recounted to the mothers when the two bands bumped into each other. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and they say it was a fish. It was caught from the window. It was not a shark. Everyone wanted it to be a shark. If That's a great question to ask an OG rock star. Have you ever, I mean, the answer is yes, but the story would be great, bumped into a groupie from back in the day. Oh, oh later on. yeah. That that's is a, great a good question. question. Remember that. Yeah, just like, well, I'm actually interviewing Gavin Rosdale tomorrow. That's what I was ask about him. to bring up. You got to ask Gavin. <laughs> Put that on my little sheet here. Have you ran into a groupie from back in the day? Because you know he ran through. Oh, my God, yes. He ran through a lot. You can have me. I know that. (laughs) Yikes. There might be some tension between two of us in this room because one of them, I guess that's not me. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. Has moved out and moved in with another person, which would not be you. I guess that would be me. Hmm. You guys following along this story? We're trying to. <laughs> so now that Nikki and I live together, <laughs> Nelson is very lonely, very calloused, 
Mr. Lonely. Missing his lovey love (laughs) of Nikki D. But now I got her in my house. And she's got to live like me, which means that she's got to live like a bachelor. Because I've been living like a bachelor. My wife's not here yet. I'm not a bachelor, though. I'm a bachelorette. And I'm going to tell you. What you got in store for you for the next couple of weeks? Oh, oh God, wow! No. Because I'm so I, it's like riding a bicycle. <laughs> I was a good bachelor, a really good bachelor. There are some bachelor meals that I've always wanted to make a recipe book on. <laughs> that would be a good book. And I want to tell you about it here in a second. I want okay. to tell you what some of your dinners are going to look like. Oh, okay. I want to tell you what our days and nights are going to look like. Oh. You take my woman, I'll fight you. <laughs> I don't have to worry about you sneaking upstairs to the window. (laughs) Oh, no, no. I'm going to need the front door. (laughs) Oh, God. And maybe a chairlift. I want to hear this from outside. How does Santa do this? (laughs) 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 All right. Give us a minute. It's the BS on 90 Rock. Grab their podcast. So, Nikki D moved in with me. I walked into her going to the potty this morning. Oh, no. Which did not make any sense to me because there's a bathroom in your room. Well, Why would you come all the way downstairs to go to the bathroom? It's my house. I can go anywhere I want. Well, but you know somebody <laughs> else is staying there. Did you and just... you know workers were upstairs in the bathroom that I have to use. So you should have, like, knocked or something to double check. You just busted in there. You should have locked the door. Your doors don't lock. Oh, she has you there. The, no, no, she does. Who are you? <laughs> they do lock. You just have to jiggle it a little bit. I'm replacing the door handles, but they do lock. Oh. Well, you told us none of the doors lock, and the handle looks like the same handle to me. So, well, no, that it, that one locks. So okay. you didn't even try it. No, because you already told me the handles don't lock. But I've walked in on you before. You don't lock the door when you use the restroom. But even the first time you walked in on me, that was still your fault because I said, hey, I'm about to go to the bathroom. You replied, okay. I got up and went to the bathroom. You got up and came right behind me. You know, the first time. That's the first time. Yeah, that story's- In your other house. That story's 100% accurate. It, it absolutely is. I know, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, you are correct on that one. <laughs> What do you want me to do? The second one now. Let's just focus on that. Oh, no. no. On the second one. The second one is the one we need to focus on. Well, you brought it up, so I wanted to tell it accurately. So that, I mean, like, this is less than 24 hours. You've been living together, and I walk in on her. I have not done that yet when we were living together. Never, I, not one time. I've ne- Well, you and probably I did not lock the door. You I pro- don't lock the door. Well, I don't think. He, well, we don't. He doesn't go to the bathroom. He doesn't shower. <laughs> so he doesn't brush his bathroom. teeth. Yeah. I don't think. I think he goes outside. <laughs> <laughs> he uses that the Jack in the Box before he comes home. You got to knock yeah. on the door. You don't. Somebody back me up on this. You don't knock on the bathroom door of your own house. When there's somebody else staying there, you mm. absolutely do. I didn't know that you were downstairs. I didn't know you were in the bathroom. I figured exactly. you would I figured you would use the bathroom associated with your room upstairs. Your workers had the bathroom blocked. So that's why I had to go downstairs. Okay, and that's fair enough. How am I supposed to know that? It's your house. You just said that it's my house. When you walked in, you saw workers, and I know you. You knew exactly where they were. All right. They weren't just in your house amiss. Okay. New rules. 
Lock the door. Well, now that I know the door locks, I will definitely lock it because you're a walker in or on. Or put a sock on the handle or something. Put a sock oh, on the handle. No, that's no. if you're inside humping. <laughs> well, I mean, give me a sign. <laughs> Tie on the door handle. Like, oh, don't come in. Hang a cow. Put one of your wigs on the handle. <laughs> Take your hair off. Here, that's what you need to do. Take your head off. <laughs> put it on the door handle. If you can't figure out how to lock the door, no. do your business. But that scarred me for a very, you know, you're, there's only two women that I've ever walked in on using the restroom. Really? Who? Nikki, Nikki D, D at 47 and Heidi Schwartz at five. Okay. Who was Heidi? <laughs> Little girl at your school? Yeah, it was my first girlfriend in kindergarten. Oh, okay. That's gotcha. the one Helen tried to uh, steal me from. I find it very hard no. to believe you've never walked in on anybody else because you just bust in doors. No, I date mm-hmm. no, I date women that are smart enough to lock doors. Well, he hates women that he makes goes in another room or another house. Yeah, that's you're gonna, crazy. You need to go down to the Seven Eleven for that. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. I believe him just because he is authentically himself. When Bailey says I am this way, he proves it in his actions, mm-hmm. and I know he will go above and beyond to not be associated with anything that is toilet related no let alone from someone else you know what i mean you know and it's weird because we've talked about like two different toilet stories on this show and like usually i steer so clear of them Mm -hmm. um we've been clean about it we haven't been any foul things about them no i can't do foul it was the look on his face though though i was just cracking up i wish you would have had a picture of it what is he doing i wish you had just been running your phone oh boy he's like was she streaming (laughs) she she had like a book or something she's watching tv i don't know she's doing something (laughs) I think she was doing paper mache. <laughs> it's building a sculpture. <laughs> she was doing something in there. Oh no, I heard. I heard <laughs> so what is it that I have to expect now that I know the door locks? Oh, this is good stuff. All right, okay. let's forget that. Let's move on from that. Thank okay? you. Let's move on from that. So I've, uh, I'm a bit like the bachelor food, quick, easy, no cleanup, very okay. little cleanup. Okay. Right, except my wife's not here. So I got to resort back to the Big Daddy Bang Bang days. Mm-hmm. And during the Big Daddy Bang Bang days, dude, I could make, like I would take an over-frozen pizza. Like I'd have, a, I've, had, I've had a chickie do at the house, right? And I have her in the basket. Let me get you some breakfast. And I go in the bedroom. <laughs> I even think I probably pulled this on my wife now, but this is back in the day. day. Mm-hmm. And I go into the kitchen. I'm like, oh, I don't really have all that much. So I get like a, an over-frozen South Beach pizza. And I would take that out. I'd have like an egg left. I'd get some hot sauce or marinara sauce, Ooh. and I'd put it all together, and I would dress it up, and I'd have a little OJ left over. I'd bring it in, breakfast in bed, and I'd be like, and they'd be oh, my God, you're such a good cook. And I'm like, yeah, it's just a little thing I do. <laughs> Not saying I'm doing that I to do. you, but um, fish in a bag. Fish in a bag. Describe S- that. Safeway has in their ready-to-go foods. Mm-hmm. They have a bag, and in the bag contains a piece of salmon, some broccoli, some cauliflower, and some carrots, I believe. And it is the most delicious food I've ever eaten in a bag in my entire life of America. I mean, it's so like it's better than NASA food in bags. This food is so, it's four minutes in the microwave. Mm-hmm. You pull it out. Make sure you, you 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 heat it up on the right side. If not, the ink from the um, sticker bleeds into your microwave. I don't know where it goes, but it just bleeds. I know okay. that. So you got to make sure it says this end up. I just didn't read it. And then when it's done, 
you open it up, give it a second because it's going to be hot, uh-huh. and then you just pick up the bag from the little the nips on the side and you dump it on a plate. Mm-hmm. Mm, nice. And boom. I, I tried some of their ready-made meals um, earlier this week. It's so good. They are, and they're seasoned very well. For the price mm-hmm. and for no cleanup and no hassle. Mm-hmm. So I throw fish in a bag in the microwave, take the dogs out. Mm-hmm. So I'm now double multitasking, <laughs> right? I get my Law & Order SVU on. Mm-hmm. I pour my uh, cherry vanilla Coke Zero. Mm-hmm. And by the time I'm done all that, my fish in a bag is done because you want to give it about 60 seconds to rest. Rest. That's the second time I've heard that word. Nelson said the same thing when he made the steaks. They got to rest. Because we're intellects. Oh, okay. She goes, what are you doing? I got out a little, like, tent. You know, I made the little foil tent and set it on, and it's sitting on a cutting board. And I go, okay, I'll be right back. We got to let these things rest. She goes, what do you mean? Let's eat them. What what don't you understand about rest? Do you not know the word? I'm hungry. Like, what are we waiting on? Yeah, but you're going to lose all that flavor, especially that piece of steak. If, like, you smoke meat, you got to let it rest for a minute. You wrap it up in butcher's paper. Uh, wait till I, I get the grill here. Oof, boy. Nah, I can't wait for that. She gets antsy. You do do good with the grill, for sure. Well, that's not in a bag. That takes a minute. This no, is, no, no, no. You no, can't no, do no, that no, in the no, bag. No, 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 no. <laughs> That takes a good 12 to 13 hours. <laughs> well, I do want to try the salmon in the bag, so next time you buy you one, buy me one. I will. I, okay. It's on me. It's tonight, apparently. You know I mean? <laughs> it's like, on me. <laughs> it's on me. Dinner's on me, fish in a bag. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah, except hold See, on. Like, you talking you, to my lady like if that? You, if you were <laughs> single and you didn't know how to cook, I'm telling you, go to Safeway and buy fish in a bag, four minutes, dump it on a plate, and tell her that you made it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's going to think you're a chef. The problem is, is the next time she wants you to cook. Exactly. You're going to have to do, like, cheese fish on a ba- in a bag. Nope. <laughs> like, you're going to have to keep reinventing it. <laughs> Buffalo's fish in a bag. <laughs> Ranch fish in a bag. Hey, do you know how to cook anything else? Fish cordon bleu in a bag. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Uh, all right, fourth and final round of headlines. What you got? I'm going to tell you what was left in the ocean by the millions and why a man's dog bit his toe and saved his life. All right, get you that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. 98 Rock. The BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. All right, here we go. Fourth and final round of headlines. Nikki D. Drugs were dropped, but not on the ground, in the ocean. H7. The packages of cocaine were strung together with netting, police said in a statement. There was just enough plastic wrapping to keep the cocaine from getting wet without weighing it down and possibly singing. Law enforcement in Italy scooped up two tons of cocaine that was wrapped in plastic floating literally in the ocean. This happened this week in Sicily. They're saying the value of the cocaine that they pulled out of the water was $450 million worth. Damn, who pulled this out? Um, The law enforcement in oh. Italy. Oh. In Italy. If, yeah. Let me ask you. You pull out, you you find it. Yes. Okay, how much is 400? I mean, like, that's a lot, I mean, obviously. It was 70 packages of cocaine. Okay, well, that's movable, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you, you got a boat. You got plenty of room for your your the cocaine. Do you do you take it and try to sell it? I I think I w- I think I would. I, my morals would be like, of course no. I'd call the police. It's drugs. I don't want to go to jail. But if it was just floating in the ocean, nobody was around to see me take it. Like I would take it, put it on my boat, go on, and be like, I didn't know what it was. I thought mm-hmm. it was trash. There's a uh, God, <laughs> God. What is the documentary? It's a true story of 
a guy, his family, like straight arrow dude. Mm -hmm. And the recession in 2000, you know, a lot of people were hurting after that. And he was, I think, a builder. Anyway, so they had to sell their their house in a nice community. And they moved somewhere else where, you know, it was nice, but wasn't as nice. And they're hanging out with their neighbors and they're at a campfire or something. And one of these guys, it was like in the forest, it was in the woods or something where they moved. And one of these people... Uh, that they're at the their neighbors was telling him a story about how he knew a guy that I forget where it was at. It was like the Bahamas or something that buried a million dollars worth of cocaine, Dang. and he knows where it's at, and it's nobody's right now. It's just he knows where it's at, but he and, won't go get and it. And it's like a lure, right? It's like, oh, okay, well, I think it's there. So this guy actually goes there. And tries to dig it up and fails because he can't break through. He didn't have the right equipment. Mm-hmm. Flies back, flies back again with somebody else, digs it up and finds that it's true. It's real. Whoa. Flies back, flies back again to find out how to traffic it, mm-hmm. bring it back. But he's not a drug dealer, so he doesn't know how to sell. This is a true story. This happened. Oh and this guy is like a dude that looks like a manager at Walmart, right? Just a plain old dude. And, uh, he, he gets connected with this drug dealer, mm-hmm. and the guy's like, yeah, I can help you move it. That's drug talk. Move it. Mm. Yeah. That's that's like, right. I, can, I can help you move it. And he's like, okay, great. So he sets it up with this big dealer. So he goes into like, it's like a Bass Pro Shop. He goes in to meet this dealer. And the guy's like, yeah, just put it in my truck or put it in my trunk. I have the red car. And yeah, the, and he's going to drive off. <laughs> the red car. And he, but he said the money's in the trunk. Uh-huh. So just go put it in my trunk, get the money, and leave the Coke. And so he walks out, and this red car, it's like there's no cars in the parking lot. Yeah. And, and like the end of this documentary, he's like, something just didn't feel right. Uh-huh. There's no cars but our cars. And, we're, and I'm walking, and this car was parked way out there. And as soon as he opened up that trunk and he put the, the, the drugs in, all these little red circles went all over his body oh my god was it a police yeah it was a bust dang but it was a true story about same question i just asked you the guy's like i need the money you know we're hurting right now it's Mm -hmm. nobody's cocaine i'm gonna find a way to move it and he finds out it's not easy to move a million dollars worth of cocaine no well this was 450 million (laughs) dollars yeah 70 pounds of cocaine i I don't think i know how to do it i wouldn't know how to do it i'd be like just give me five thousand and we'll call it a day (laughs) A thousand. A thousand. <laughs> like a I'm thousand. trying. All right. Uh, next one. Some might say this man's dog was bad to the bone. H8. David Lindsay, <laughs> 64, from Cambridge, was startled by a yell from his wife as he lay asleep on a sofa at their home, only to find his right big toe was covered in blood. <laughs> so this UK man was sleeping, and he has this little seven-month-old pit bull puppy. And... He chews off, basically, like, almost chewed his whole big toe off. And his wife comes in the room and sees the dog just gnawing on it. And she screams and he gets up. Well, what happened was the dog actually ends up saving his life because yeah. he has to go to the hospital. He finds out that he has diabetes. Right. And the reason why he didn't feel the dog chewing his toe off is because his foot was numb. Right. Yeah. I've, I've heard that. That's not the first time that that's happened. Oh, that's the first time I've heard about yeah. it. Yeah. It, there's, it's, some, it's called something else when you... Like when you don't have feeling in your foot mm-hmm. caused by diabetes, there's a name for it, and dogs can can get that. That's yeah. He was like, dude, look, 
Your toe's delicious, but you, you better go to the doctor. Yeah, he had two blocked arteries, so he had to have surgery and get stents and all that stuff put in. And he he just all toes all gone. Well, no, he the doctors are trying to save his toe, so he was like, if he told the doctors if they can save it, save it. If not, cut it off. But he's keeping the dog either way. You know how oh. they say? You know how they save the toes? How they call it toe truck? <laughs> Nelson, where's this? Oh, I got it. <laughs> I got it. I was busy joke. pulling up the word he was looking for. A toe truck. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a cool story, though, to have a, your dog save your life. But I'm trying to figure out what, what kind of puppy is this that he would want to bite your foot off? That's why you got to be careful what kind of dogs you buy. Seven-month-old puppy. Well, they just bite, right? They probably just didn't mean to bite the whole toe off. No, let me tell you something. My dog bites me, right? But from the time she was born till now, she never applies pressure. So it's like she knows I'm going to play with you, but I'm not really going to bite you. Oh, see, I've had dogs bite even when they're play biting, so I don't know. I don't necessarily agree with that. Have you ever had a dog lick your belly button hole? No. Why? Yeah, I think I have. Yeah, I have, I have not. No, I think it's disgusting. That I just want to see if he He looks like the kind of guy that would do it. <laughs> I, used to let, I used to let my cat clean my hair, too. Like, my cat would come up and lick me like I was a cat. That's disgusting, too. On your head? Mm-hmm. We used to work with a guy, Nikki, that used to put peanut butter on his chest and let his dog lick it. Oh, that's weird. No way. We did. Ooh. Nelson. Oh. You do? do I need to know something? Is my contract like, up? Oh, by the way, you're fired. <laughs> no. <laughs> like I said, we used to work with this guy. No. I did not know that. Security That's nasty. Announcement. Yeah, I Ugh. Yeah. I want to see who that was. Oh, he's actually writing a name. Because I want to see the name. Can you read that? Oh, see, I never knew that, that person. That dude is weird. Never met him. Real Thank weird. God. I've worked with some weird people in my day. <laughs> very, very odd. Strange. Oof. Trench coat people. All right. Last minute calls, comments, concerns. 916-909-0985. We'll talk to you, then get out of here for Thursday. It's the BS on 98 Rock. As always, we appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. There is Nelson. Thanks for joining us. There's Dave and Sack. David, how are you? I'm doing great, buddy. Happy 420. Yeah. Are you a, uh, a smoker? Are you high? Did you get high earlier or what? <laughs> well, I, I, I enjoy it now, and I missed out on a um, probably history in the 1970s. I, was, I had some friends at San Rafael High School, mm-hmm. and... Uh, they said, hey, it's uh, it's 420. You ready to go to the park? And I go, go to the park. What's going on over there? Goes, well, we just uh, smoke a couple joints and, and get stoned. And I go, oh, wow. But then I said, well, I don't smoke weed. And I, so I missed out. But now I pretty much smoke every day. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on for a second. So are you trying – so earlier when we brought this up, the the – Theory, according to USA Today, and I've heard this before, is 420 started from a couple of high school kids in California. Yes. Yes. Those were... San Rafael High School. So you're saying those were your friends that did this? Yeah. Yeah. Your friends started 420. Guys that I I knew, and it was so long, you know, it was over 50 years ago. I don't remember their names. It was guys I played tennis with, and... Um, you know, other dudes. Yeah, they, yeah. We, there was a group that would always do it, 
um, and yeah, San Rafael High School. San Rafael High School. And you do you, you wouldn't know any of their names on Facebook or anything like that? No, but I did hear one of the dudes earlier on a Bay Area um, station talk about it, who was one of the original guys who actually did it. Really? But, but but I didn't but I didn't personally know him. That's so yeah, cool. Because there was a yeah there was a group a group of guys, but at San Rafael High School, four twenty, the Grateful Dead got into it, and then it just like kind of took up. I mean, it's I mean it's celebrated in Amsterdam now. And, it, mean, and it all started with your buddies, <laughs> but I think it's better to talk to you. Than the buddies, <laughs> mm-hmm. because you're you're like the original drummer in Pearl Jam, right? Oh, that or, or you I know, wish, or you, I love music so much, but I'm like tone deaf, man. No, but, I wish I could play. But what I'm saying is, you're like the guy that was in the band originally, uh, <laughs> and then never profited off anything. Like Grohl yeah, comes yeah, in, yeah. you know. And, you can call me, yeah. You can call me Pete Best. Yeah, or Pete Best. There yes. you go. <laughs> if you want to go way back. All right. That's a great story, Dave. Call anytime and you have yourself hey, a good hey, evening. I, I love you guys. You thank guys you. are doing a great job and welcome to Sacramento. Thank, thank you, sir. Dave. Love it here. Love well, it here. Thank you guys. And you. you guys are you guys are entertainment. Right. Fantastic. Do our best. Thank you, sir. All right. Happy holiday, buddy. Sweet, <laughs> sweet people. Yeah. Everybody is love so they. sweet. All right, we gotta get out of here. Um, Nikki. Hello? Yeah. You ready to go back to the pad? No. <laughs> I'm not ready to be busting on. Well, do your business upstairs in your own bathroom. Well, hopefully there will be no workers there. There are no workers there. And I can. The Romanians are gone. <laughs> Quality work. <laughs> Just hear them upstairs. Bushki, bushki. Get the painty. Get the black woman going potty. <laughs> Rubles. Anyway, all right. You got anything? Yeah. No more locked doors. There you go. No more locked doors. Mm. Nelson? Yeah, happy holiday. That's happy all. holiday. There you go. All right. Uh, again, at listen to the BS on all socials, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at The Bailey Show on the YouTube, the Odyssey app. Get our podcast. They're uploaded immediately after the show, also on thebaileyshow.com. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your evening. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 3. And bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What?